0: The following podcast contains explicit language and movie spoilers. You've been warned. No, seriously, there's spoilers and foul language. Yeah. Welcome to $20 Ticket and welcome to the Steven Spielberg March Madness Bracket Challenge. My name is Kerwin and joining me today is Jason. What up, Jason?
1: Not much. How about you, Kerwin?
0: I'm good, man. What are you drinking today? Just
1: ice cold, cool light. And... I have a little bit of screwball, too. Oh, <laughs>
0: nice, nice. Got to be a screwball to watch all these movies. Uh, that's
1: for damn sure.
0: Yes. Uh, also with us is Muggo. What up, Mugs? Yo. Uh, what are you drinking today?
2: I have a Truly Pineapple Tall Can Seltzer.
3: All
0: right. And rounding out the panel today is Holly. What up, Holly?
3: Hey, Carwin.
0: Uh, what are you drinking today?
3: I have a black cherry, truly.
0: Sounds delicious. Uh, so this year, in honor of March Madness, we're going to discuss and debate uh, 32 Steven Spielberg movies and figure out which one is the greatest of all time. One, <laughs> <laughs> And that's it for a $20 ticket. Um, Thanks for joining. Yeah. Um, so, you know, before we get into to everything, uh, I just want to talk to you guys about your experience preparing for this episode. Uh, we had to watch a lot of movies for this. Um, you guys, all three of you did this for the Tom Cruise Bracket. Um, I, didn't, I didn't have to watch those movies. How was it this time for you guys? Can I
2: start? This was my idea um, because I put it in the chat when we were talking about doing a March Madness. Um, I'm finding out it wasn't a popular idea from the <laughs> other people that are doing this. Um, I, I actually thoroughly enjoyed it because I've seen a lot of these movies and the movies that I hadn't seen that I was forced to watch out of the I think it was eight that I had to watch two of them I didn't really care for the other six I actually enjoyed it like we'll get into it but like The Adventures of Tintin, War Horse, BFG I would have never watched on my own. This forced me to watch these, and I actually really enjoyed it, and as well as my wife did. She would like watch them with me, too. But I, I actually enjoyed it. I know that's not the opinion of the rest of the people on this panel, but uh, uh, bring it. I mean, what do you guys think?
1: So here's my thing. Um, <laughs> uh, M- Mugga proposed this, and you know, at first glance, it's like, okay, this is great. But then when you're a week and a half or two weeks out, and Mugga's like, are you really going to watch all these movies? And I'm like... Uh, yeah, asshole. You're the one that wanted to do this.
2: That's what I I meant. Are you going to watch all of them as far as like ones that you... I I didn't rewatch Jaws or E.T. because I've already seen it.
1: No, I get that part.
2: But but
3: you saw it as a kid.
2: I don't need to watch E.T. again. Do you need to watch it again? Yeah. I disagree with that. Uh, emotionally, I needed to. (laughs) We know. I mean, you didn't watch all of them is what you said, right? No,
3: I missed two. I can honestly
2: say that I have watched every single movie on this bracket.
3: At one point in your life, but if like if I watch something is that as more a than kid, you, is that more than you? If I watch something as a kid, I'm not going to speak about it on a podcast. Like I have to rewatch it. And when you're talking about 32 Steven Spielberg movies, you're talking about like 70 plus hours of movies.
1: 80 or 90. plus right. hours. Right. I mean, yeah. is, <laughs>
3: yeah, I was being average. generous. It was like 32 <laughs> times two, the average length of any Steven Spielberg film. So wh-
2: wh- when's the last time you watched Hook? a week ago? You had to rewatch that. You don't... Yeah. Like, I didn't have to re-watch that. So
3: I,
1: re- I probably
2: watched that a year ago.
1: So yeah. I was like, you know what? I don't want to re that. A year
3: ago, I understand. But what I'm saying is when you watch things as a kid and you rewatch them as an adult, like, it's a very different experience. Because, like, I watched Close Encounters of a Third Kind when I was a kid because my mom loved that movie. And mm. so I watched it as a kid. But then re-watching it as an adult, it kind of... We'll it's get horrible. into that. but it's, it's a different experience. And so, sorry, Jason, not to not to capitalize on your experience. Please continue.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll keep it short. But I was just saying, like, you know, don't don't propose something and then ask me if I'm going to watch all the movies. But, but second, it, it, <laughs> when, but when I okay, no, no,
2: no, when I proposed it how come you didn't have like well i'm not doing this because we had the tom cruise bracket where we had to watch them how come you didn't propose anything or how come you say this would be long i mean I'm, yeah. i proposed something and no one said anything other than oh yeah let's do this you're missing the whole point okay let me just butt in
0: real quick <laughs> <Hey>! <laughs> i will say that i th- i think that the tom cruise
2: bracket we had a, a lot more lead time we had mm-hmm. like
0: all the way back in november to prepare everybody well, we involved. had done
2: the disney movie bracket i think a month later I was like, "Hey, look what I found! It's the Cruise Cup." So it's mm-hmm. almost like we had like a whole year, and then we buckled down in November. I yeah, remember we that, yeah.
0: yeah we made like the the concrete decision like this yeah. is what we're gonna do. And I feel like with uh, Tom Cruise or with uh, Spielberg, we didn't knock that out until like mid December. Yeah, I think yeah. And stupid me, because I was like, oh yeah, I've seen Spielberg movies. Like, I'll be good. And as soon as I looked at the actual list, I was like, oh shit, like, I haven't seen like half of these. I thought right. the
1: same thing. I was so right. surprised how many I had not so seen. So then why it. didn't
2: you guys say anything when I nominated it?
1: Because I'm down for the challenge, man. Yeah, I'm down okay. for the challenge no, too. No, no,
2: no. Jason's leaving on a very pivotal night. He came back from a birthday party to my house and was a little intoxicated, tuned up. That's Ooh. where Jason really Ooh. gives... Were you hyphy? Well, I'm not,
1: I'm not drinking during the week, so on the weekends, <laughs> yeah. I'm getting a little hyphy. I'm and sorry. he came hey. over to make <laughs> one of a
2: beer. He shows up, brings me my truly pineapple tall can, knows I love it, being the great friend that he is. Entrance fee? But just... just <laughs> Angry, He was angry and <laughs> literally yelling at me. Why the fuck did you nominate this? And I'm like, bro, like, I thought it'd yeah. be fun. You give me fucking anything I'm just like, he, like, yelled at me where he left. And I'm like, Lindy, I think he's pissed, you know? Like, we I all ended, are, I honestly. Then why didn't you nominate anything?
3: I didn't, I wasn't a part of the nomination well, conversation. The, I thought Holly I, didn't have a seat at the table.
2: I thought I dropped this in the $20 ticket Chat of you the group, not, not the, this just the twenty
3: private, private boys chat, y'all. Got. I don't remember. I, I, don't, I
2: don't remember what where you dropped the. Bigot. I actually enjoyed it. I, I don't know, like,
3: hey, no, yeah. you know, it's
1: all good. We hung out the next day or two days later. It's not a big deal, but it, it just
3: Jason let the whiskey wear off. Yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, Um but I, I think it was just more like, hey, like I'm struggling to like find time to watch these, and I know Liz not about it, and then when he texts me like. Did you really watch in all these? And I was like, yeah, we well, fucking cause you know, before I got No,
2: you guys were posting, me. you were posting stuff about like, Indiana Jones The Last Crusade I'm like I don't need to watch that I, I have seen the movie I'm like you're really watching all of these I wanted to just watch the ones that I hadn't seen so I could have a vote miscommunication
0: for
1: miscommunication
0: well I'm watching I'm watching a lot of these because I watched them when I was younger or, right. or I like half watched them in college or something like that uh, I, and I, and I, then also like Fernanda hasn't seen most of these so I was like oh this will be a good chance for you to watch them spoilers this is not my fault spoilers no no no, no I'm not saying it, it's a bad no. thing it is your fault she rolled eyes Holly it rolled her eyes mind. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It's just like we Mugget all. We Apple. all said yes. We all said yes. But spoilers. She does love Minority Report. There you go. Fantastic movie.
1: Last. Last thing I'll say is I just hated paying for a lot of these. Yeah. Like, yeah. I. I, I when I what,
2: for the Tom Cruise, I lived a block away. We used to split. I'm like, okay, I bought this one. You bought that one. Yeah, I probably spent fifty bucks on movies. Yeah,
1: yeah. So it's like when you know, like we were talking about. I know your story with BFG.
2: Oh, you want me to tell you story, <laughs> the story about BFG, Kerwin? So I, I had to watch BFG, which I really thoroughly enjoyed. It. I really liked this movie. But I'm in the whole process of I just would go online. Is it free somewhere? I couldn't find BFG, so I just bought it on Amazon Prime and then I'll notice that the Disney thing came up. I go, what the hell is this on Disney? And then he's like, my wife, yes, it's on Disney. Why did you just pay four bucks for it? Like, I well, anyways, it shut off in the middle of the movie, like, well, not middle, like 10 minutes in saying you have too many Amazon accounts open up right now. So then I had to go to Disney plus to actually watch it. So I just wasted $4 on BFG. I will
0: tell you what though, I was about to rent BFG on Amazon and as soon as you know how it shows like the description synopsis at the top it says this Disney produced yeah. <laughs> He said <"Movie."> not today <laughs> yo, yeah.
3: not today I,
0: I was just like whatever I did the same thing yeah whatever whatever Bezos' is like you know ex-wife is
2: doing it's it's working out great
3: Mackenzie because, yeah
0: because uh, as soon as I guess. saw that I jumped over to Disney now, Plus I
2: feel so really quick. bad that all you had to pay for Schindler's List because I have an actual hard copy of it that I could have loaned all of you you guys all had to pay for it, right? I
0: don't mind running that yeah, one. I,
2: did. I, I didn't, didn't mind it. I didn't honestly. mind
0: running it. No. Honestly, I probably should have bought it. Yeah, it's that yeah. good of a movie. Yeah. But yeah. this is
1: like the biggest recommendation we were talking about this earlier for a Roku stick because yeah. you can search. And it'll tell or you where it is. I go. think you're talking about Apple TV I know so too. my Apple
3: TV it's the same thing too, so like I just type in the movie and it'll say like whether it's streaming and I have between cuz my don't listen to this Netflix executives, but like we share a lot of passwords in my family. So I have all of the streaming services I feel like from Discovery, Paramount, like all the different ones. And so every single time I put it in my Apple TV, it'll say if it's streaming for free on a service, but sometimes yeah. it's a little bit tricky. Like for the BFG, yeah. it did the same thing to me where it was like like rent it for $3.99, but then it said it was Disney, and then I was like, not today. Yeah. See Roku's take, Plus.
1: Roku Tech said Disney plus with subscription and I had one. So mm-hmm. I just went to he it. said,
3: yeah. I got this. Yeah.
0: Good no, to go. But that's, that's what I did. Uh, cause you mentioned this a couple times. And got like past Del Taco episodes.
1: too. Cause hey. I say four bucks. Hey,
0: way? hey, <laughs> hey! that macho taco with the sour cream on it. Ooh, Dude, yeah. Yeah. fantastic.
1: Or a De- or a Dan's deal. I don't remember that from back in the oh, day.
0: Oh, that's a throwback. Oh, <laughs> no, but like I did exactly what you said. Cause like there's been a ton of episodes where you talk about how like something is free and then like we end up paying for it. Dude, I, I made sure I was like, I'm gonna do exactly what Jason does. I got a Roku stick, I got a Roku TV. I'm fucking going in. Like, yeah, yeah I I save myself so much money, so much money. Yeah,
1: it does help a lot when you just you just search for it and it tells you. and even it says with subscription. It like kind of makes you think like, oh no, wait, I have that. So you just click on, it, you're good to go. But mm-hmm.
2: yeah, Holly had a funny story because we, I mean, on all these, are you guys drinking some beverages while you're watching some of these movies? Oh, definitely not. Holly, Holly I want to pay attention. Morning, what the hell did I buy on Amazon? <laughs> oh yeah, I bought that movie. <laughs> Dude, I'm looking okay, at. You're
3: making me sound like an alcoholic. I was not. Like it was just like you get that email of just like you made a purchase on Amazon. So I think you your like, Amazon
0: purchase. No, and then
3: I'm like doing like what did I? Because truth be told, multiple years ago, not in the last recent five years, but like I've been known to purchase like a left shark costume from Katy Perry like after St. Patrick's Day. But yeah, it it was a mess. So
1: I think I started that conversation because I kept seeing Amazon
3: emails. Yeah, and, like, and you're just like, what did what I do? Did someone I... hack
2: my account? Did someone buy something?
1: Or I'm like, I fall asleep. Elizabeth's like, grab my phone or something. I'm like, dude, what the fuck are you buying? And then it's like, oh, no, I've rented that. You list. know you what know like the, the worst
0: part is? Purchase. It doesn't say movie rental. It says right. H- HD 0013258T delta something something. And you're just like,
3: You have to get down to the body of the mm-hmm. email to be like, oh, it's just Schindler's List. Yeah. Yeah. I want your
1: feedback on your, on your purchase. Yeah. And I'm like, what the hell did I buy?
0: Jump
3: just, scare. Just every tell time. me.
0: Just tell me it was a movie rental. And also, if you want feedback, make sure you listen to Twenty Dollar Ticket, available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, you know, iHeart Music, all all the good shit. Love
3: but. that. Most of these movies, I feel like I was familiar with, or I've seen at some point in time. But like some of these, I have heard about, or I've read about, and so it was really interesting to actually sit down and watch them, and experience like kind of the common. Thematic elements of Steven Spielberg. And I am a glutton for punishment. So I actually watched the Steven Spielberg documentary on HBO Max, where it talks, it, again, on theme is over two hours of Steven Spielberg <laughs> talking about Steven Spielberg. But it was kind of like a really good insight into his movie creation process and it's kind of the projects he took on from a screenplay perspective, um, the ones that he wanted to like creatively design. And like Mm. the family element that is kind of rampant throughout a lot of his movies. Um, It was interesting to learn that about him. So I'm excited to do this bracket.
2: Um, I'm going to read your text message in our group chat. Oh, I'm going to also ask why the fuck we agreed to this. (laughs) So that's part of your experience. You forgot to leave that out, all right? I think that Elizabeth, direct all anger at Mugga. I think that's kind of bullshit. that's yeah, <laughs> why you should have whatever. caught
3: these hands on site. But since I'm a forgiving person, I said, hello, Mugga. great that, to see you. I think
0: that first comment applies to, like, half the episodes we, we record. Yeah. Like, why the fuck are we doing this? Yeah. yeah.
3: It was great, but after a while, it was a lot. Yeah. And that's I why I said, wh- who the fuck agreed to 32 Steven Spielberg movies. I'm just
2: saying, when I looked at the bracket, I looked at it like, hey, there's like eight or nine. I, I haven't counted movies that I haven't seen, so it wasn't overwhelming to me. Whereas I think that was different on your guys's, and you also have the. I haven't seen this since I was a kid, so I need to rewatch it. Like I did not watch Empire of the Sun because I've seen it, and I don't think I need to rewatch it. Did I miss anything? Did you guys like it? I mean, no, yeah, the bracket. Okay. The
3: bracket that you're referring to was the. Rotten Tomatoes bracket, which we kind of base this off of. And so like the winners of the Rotten Tomatoes bracket I'd seen. I'd seen Jurassic Park. I'd seen Saving Private Ryan. I'd seen Jaws. Like I'd seen that. And so for me, I was like, oh, this is totally doable. But then when you get down to the actual like micro 32 movies, there's a shit ton in there that I hadn't seen. Is there
2: any of these movies that we had to watch because we never did that might have a chance of winning in the first round?
3: Tintin, for sure.
2: No, I think Tintin's gone. It's going up against E.T. We'll see. We'll see. Mm -hmm. We'll see once we run through the bracket. The Lost World,
3: just to piss you off. Because you pissed us off by making us do this. That
2: was trash.
0: All right, y'all. So let's move on to the bracket itself. um, And we're going to talk about how this works a little bit. So uh, just like all our other March Madness episodes, uh, we're going to run through our bracket and debate each matchup one by one each time closing with a vote. The entry with the most votes moves on to the next round. Uh, If there's a tiebreaker, you know, we'll have a little discussion. Uh, Maybe uh, Elizabeth will hop in. Uh, She's not on this episode, but she's with us here, uh, and she'll, you know, kind of break that tie. Uh, And also, as a little note, a little asterisk, uh, Jordan and Bling were supposed to be on this episode, but uh, unfortunately, um, you know, certain circumstances,
3: a snowstorm. <laughs> yeah,
0: a snowstorm in Southern California, the greater Los Angeles area. And uh, I think Jordan's out six, so Jordan, we hope you get better, man. But uh, those two cast members couldn't make it today. Uh, we do so, have their votes. Yeah, we will have their votes the first round, and then after that, it'll just be us four. But uh, if we have a tiebreaker, if somebody hasn't seen a movie, we'll go odd numbers, or Elizabeth will chime in with her opinion, or we'll find some other way to break it up. Um, but... Um, the entry with the most votes moves on to the next round. And if you want to follow along, make sure to make sure to visit our Instagram at Twenty Dollar Ticket while you're listening to the episode. Uh, but now let's get into the actual bracket and take a tour to see which Spielberg movies occupy each region. And if you're wondering how we seeded these movies, they're all sorted according to Rotten Tomatoes scores. So what we did was we took the Rotten Tomatoes critic scores and the Rotten Tomatoes audience scores, and we use that average to determine which uh, seed number these movies would get. So, uh, the first region, Mugga,
2: why don't you take us through it? So I am in charge of giving you the information of the region close ones. Uh, As a number one seed, we have Schindler's List going up an eight seed against War of the Worlds. Uh, The next matchup we have is a four seed Lincoln going up against number five seed Munich. Uh, The other matchup is number three seed, Close Encounters, going up against number six, Ready Player One. And the last matchup in this region is number two, Catch Me If You Can, going against number seven, The Terminal. All
0: right. Thank you, Mugga. Uh, Holly, take us
3: through our next region. All right. So I'm Bridge of Hooks because I just liked the name. So we have the number one seed, Raiders of the Lost Ark versus the number eight seed, Hook the number four seed, which is Minority Report, versus the number five seed, The Post. We have three, which is Bridge of Spies, versus six, War Horse. And then we have the number two seed, West Side Story, versus number seven, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull.
0: All right, thank you, Holly. Now I'm gonna take you guys through the Tintin Empire region of the bracket. <laughs> We have the number one seed, Saving Private Ryan versus the number eight seed, The Lost World. We have number four seed, Empire of the Sun versus the number five seed, Amistad. We've got the number three seed, ET versus the number six seed, The Adventures of Tintin. And to close it out, we've got the number two seed, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade versus the BFG. Jason, take us through our last region.
1: So, the last region is the Jurassic Express. I kind of stole this from Mugga. I'm sure you wanted this one. <laughs> um, so, the number one seed, Jaws versus the number eight seed, 1941. Then we have number four, Temple of Doom versus number five, Sugarland Express. Then we have number three, The Color Purple versus number six, AI. And then we have number two, Jurassic Park versus number seven,
0: Always. All right. Uh, so once again, we are going to be uh, taking votes from Bling and Jordan who weren't able to make it here today. Uh, but in the, but then after that, it'll just be us four making the decisions uh, from there on out. But uh, let's get to it, y'all. First off in the round of 32, we're going to start with the Close Ones region. Mugga, what is our first matchup?
2: So we're going to start off with the 1-8 seed, um, Schindler's List versus War of the Worlds. I want to bring this up because I'm really kind of flabbergasted that you guys had not seen Schindler's List because I literally have seen this numerous times and actually saw it when I was in 8th grade. So what is your guys' opinion about this matchup? And then you have a Tom Cruise flick which is War of the Worlds. You know what I mean? It's Tom Cruise. He's the GOAT.
3: Damn.
0: Can't go against my boy Tommy.
3: (laughs) I can. (laughs)
0: Um, I will say this. like I've only seen pieces of Schindler's List uh, but I never watched the entire movie throughout. Until Um, now, right? I think it's the longest... Yeah, until now. I think it's the longest movie in this whole bracket and I will say... It was probably one of the few movies where I felt engaged the entire time. Yes. Yeah.
3: Yes. You and I talked about this, like length of Steven Spielberg's movies is like my biggest critique out of most of these in this entire bracket Schindler's List. I watched it for the first time in full yesterday and I loved it. Loved it. Like, had never like I'd seen like Kerwin, like you see bits and pieces of it just because it's okay. a great film and you see it kind of in passing and you know what it's about. But I actually watched it in full and I it's it's three hours and I think what, fifteen minutes and it's it's not one of those movies where you're looking at your clock like oh uh, I still have an hour left. Like, so I,
2: I agree with you. I could watch Endgame Even though it's above three hours as well, because it just flows so perfectly, this movie does the same thing. Like you're not looking at your phone, you're not looking at a watch, you're not pausing to see how much time you have left, like I did many times on Sugarland Express. Okay, I mean it's like it's like you're you're fully engaged and it's doing its job. It's entertaining you in a depressing way, but it it is doing its job. I, I agree. Right. You know what the funny thing is, is that this
0: long movie is up against one of the shortest movies in this bracket, like War of the Worlds, I think is like 157.
2: It should have been five minutes.
0: And (laughs) that movie does not keep me engaged at at all. all. At all. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think there's like parts of, like, again, I, this was my first time watching it completely all the way through. Schindler's List? Yeah. Yeah. I had seen parts of it, like Chrome was saying too, Um, but watching all the way through, like there's like so much stuff that if you're not... Paying close attention, you won't really recognize or see too. Yeah. I just think that it's really well done. I think the cast is really good. Yes. Um, Voldemort, or <laughs> I, 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 think I, I mean, Harry Potter's fine, but I think of him as the villain in Red Dragon. Um,
3: so, so like some context for you guys, like he was like, he's the villain from Red Dragon. I was like, no, he's Voldemort, like for us, Harry Potter fans. So,
1: yeah. That's. And yeah. And I'm just like, Jesus, like this guy is it, creep me in Red Dragon, like creep me out big time. And then seeing him in this, I was like, this is not going to be good. And he, he does the part well, of course, like it, it's, it's heart wrenching, like watching this, this movie, but it has done really well.
3: Yeah, and I feel like I want to talk a lot about Schindler's List and my experience with it and like how I felt about the movie, but I feel like it's probably going to win this bracket, so later we're going to have to defend our case okay, a little bit. I was like, going
2: to ask you guys, there's a, some uncomfortable scenes in that movie.
3: A thousand percent.
2: What, what, what is a scene that just sticks out to you where you're like, but we can wait. I mean,
3: I, I think we should already
2: celebrate. we've already have Bling and Jordan that have voted for it. Yeah. I think the discussion here is leading towards the same thing. Uh, yeah. I think we can vote on it. We'll talk about it next round if you guys want. Okay.
0: Yeah. All, all I will say about War of the Worlds is like, Tom Cruise is like the shittiest dad. <laughs> he is, you right? said But I will also is. say,
3: Dakota, like I've never not, here's the thing, in, in any movie, I'm always fighting for the humans or I'm fighting for the animals. In War of the Worlds, I was like, take this family out. <laughs> take them out.
1: It's, it's so crazy too because, like, if you've ever been on like, the Universal Backlots tour, like, they devoted a big section to, Take that, movie. to that movie. And yeah. it's Take like, out. you go through Jaws, you go through all these other, yeah. like, oh, wow, okay, this is kind of cool to see this. This one, I was like, eh, this, is what it, this I was think. a remake, right?
2: Yeah, re- it I think, is a remake. I think they it had high hopes for it. Yeah. I mean, Spielberg, Tom Cruise.
3: High you know. apple pie in the sky hopes for it, but Dude, it was it, awful.
0: It's stupid because, like, this movie starts and, like, Shit just happens. Like right. there's no explanation for anything happening. It just happens. And then you got fucking giant tentacruel like destroying like Brooklyn and shit.
3: And then you got Dakota Fantas screaming, him fighting with his son. He doesn't and want to play like, catch. <laughs> and you got
0: the. The ambulance driver under underground yeah. in the basement, and it, and then it just ends, and you're just like, I wish we had some sort of setup yeah. for why the uh, the microbes or whatever kill the aliens. There's no setup for it. Not it at just all. ends abruptly. I it's do like, like Steven Spielberg got tired of his own movie length and said, "Fuck it, I'm out."
2: Yeah, I do like the scene of the basement where they're hiding from. That was a good scene. That was a good scene of this movie. Other than that, though, and I think the cinematography of it, like the whole tone, it was just kind of like. Dusty. I mean, I get it. They all turn to dust, but I'm just—I don't know. It just wasn't visually good. I, yeah, Tom Cruise's kids and him did not have a connection. That was annoying. I, I don't
3: know. I've never not rooted for a family more. So. Yeah,
2: I'm voting Schindler's List. If you guys Same. are ready to vote. Same. <laughs> Me too. Me too. Okay, that's gonna be a six-zero vote. Shh, Oscar Schindler is moving on.
3: I'm not Oscar. Yeah.
2: All right. This is a this is a good one. The next matchup we have is a four-five seed. Lincoln, which is also long, and Munich, which I think is longer. <laughs> okay. So what so, do you guys think? So
3: truth be told, I have not watched Munich, so I'm not gonna vote in this. But you're, i you're did. Lucky that you have not. But I did watch Lincoln and I was very pleasantly surprised about it. Like I was my dad's a history major, so like we always grew up like kind of loving history and like liking historical films. And so I actually watched Lincoln. I heard a lot about it, heard a lot of, heard a lot about Daniel Day Lewis and his performance in that film. And then i actually watched it and i was like i was pleasantly surprised by it but a
2: a friend of mine said and i don't know if this is true that's what i'm saying a friend of mine told me that spielberg wrote the script and then went to see daniel day lewis to offer him said i specifically wrote this for you and he said i'll do this under two conditions one you have to refer to me as mr president throughout the filming of it but two you give me a year to prep for it i don't know if that's true and it's kind of I hope it is because that's that's commitment to a character. But I right. heard while on set, even his wife would have to call him or address him as Mr. President. Because wow. he's like a super method actor, right? The, right. He's the, he's say, the biggest like, method actor of all time, I think, you know. I mean, I mean but, Jim is kind give, of right
3: there with him, right? He said
2: you need to give me, I think, a year or some sort of time frame to prep for this and then I'll do it.
3: But I but I, I watch that movie and I look at him as Lincoln and I can only see him. As Lincoln, like, he did not break character once the entire time. At all.
0: yeah. At all. He didn't all. break character at home with his wife, either. <laughs> hey.
3: no, I um,
0: I will say uh, I did not watch Lincoln. What? But I did watch Munich. And you liked Munich. I actually liked Munich. You didn't think it was slow? I didn't think it was slow. I, I, think, it's, I think it's one of those um, political spy-type thrillers that yeah. I enjoy. Like, right. I, I like those kind of movies.
2: So it's down to you and I, because I'm just throwing this out there. One of uh, either Jordan or Bling voted for Lincoln. The other one voted for Munich. So it's down to you and I then, because we're voting for this.
1: I wasn't a big fan of Lincoln, personally. Yeah. Um, it, I, I guess, like, the first time I tried to watch it, within the first 15 minutes, I turned it off, because I was bored. Really? And I like Daniel Day-Lewis. Like, we were talking about earlier, yeah. like, Gangs of New York, um, There Will Be Blood. I, I do like Daniel Day-Lewis. Even though his movies, something like, like There Will Be Blood, it's like...
2: Last of the Mohicans.
1: Yeah, it, I'm just saying like there will be blood like specifically it it's like a specific genre and it's like a specific audience that will probably appreciate the acting in it, even though South Park did an episode on it. But (laughs) um, I do like him, but I don't know. I think I had higher hopes than what I was seeing. So like it took me a while to finish that movie. Um, Munich, I agree. It was long as fuck. It was super long. I know they referenced it in Knocked Up when they're talking about like badass, like Jews, quote unquote, like in movies. And they, they referenced Munich, like that's what the movie that they referenced. And that's them saying this. Um, it was better than I expected, but I didn't care much for Munich either. So if, if you're asking me, I'm going for Munich.
2: This presents a problem because I'm going to go for Lincoln. Like I, I would rather watch Lincoln again than Munich. And I think we're going to have to summon Elizabeth, which... You want to wait on that? We can call it a tie right She's now. She's here right now. Oh, she is? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. So we're, we're going to need her to summon and give her pick then.
0: I feel like I got to bring out like a Yu-Gi-Oh card. <laughs>
3: yeah. To summon her.
0: Elizabeth is here. Our expert. Our uh, Steven Spielberg expert. And we've summoned you using the Dark Arts. I'm sorry. The Doc arts <laughs> from Boston. Uh, we need you to tell us, uh, are we going to go with Lincoln or Munich?
1: So I think... One person from Team Munich and one person from Team Lincoln can each get one minute to pitch their case to Elizabeth. Okay. Then she'll decide which one moves on. Okay. So who wants to pitch Team Munich? I'm going to vote Kerwin.
0: Oh, damn. Okay.
1: And then from Team Lincoln?
2: I mean, I'll go unless yeah, you Yeah, you go. On. Okay.
1: All right. So we'll go Team Lincoln first. Mugs. Pitch your case. You got a minute. I'll time it starting now.
2: Okay, I I think I kind of already pitched my case. I think Daniel Day-Lewis to prep for this movie was very, very impressive. Um, I think the visual representation of DC that Spielberg did was awesome. Um, But just the fact that I know you turned it off. I think you, you thought it was boring, Jay. But I think if you give it some time, there's a lot of tension that is building throughout the Congress and Lincoln trying to hold it all together, where like not a gun is fired or nothing, and yet you're still kind of on the edge of your seat. I thought that was amazing, whereas Munich is long, and they use guns, and I still wanted to turn that movie off. It was so boring. That's kind of all I need. And Daniel Day-Lewis's prep for this movie was amazing. That's what I'm going to go with.
3: How much time do we have left?
0: like 20.
3: Okay, so I would say like Sally Field's performance as Mrs. Lincoln is also very compelling. I would say that just kind of the establishments of Congress throughout that point were very interesting as well. So, to add on to Lincoln.
1: We'll call that time. So, <laughs> okay. Kerwin, I mean, I'll, I'll chime in if we if we got it, but you you go first. I'll start you now.
0: I mean, I I feel like I don't know if I can make this argument without having watched Lincoln, but I will say this. um, I I might be biased because I enjoy these kinds of movies where there's like government, conspiracy, uh, spy involvement, stuff like that. But um, I will say the thing that I felt was unexpected from this movie was just how well they brought up the themes of the circle of violence. Um, And I I think it's especially irrelevant considering the events happening in Palestine and Israel today. Um, There's a monologue or like a discussion with one of the characters where he asks like, do you think X group invented violence like we're in a continuous cycle of it we're causing them to be mad at us which causes you know us to be mad at them and it goes on and on and on and I felt like the movie did a pre- pretty pretty decent job of identifying that without skewing to either side and recognizing that like the powers in play and the powers surrounding those powers in play like the allies et cetera, from World War II really created a fucked up situation.
2: Alright. Go ahead Elizabeth.
1: So again Kerwin described Munich they described Lincoln
2: i feel like kerwin played to the fact that he knows how much i love themes <laughs> <laughs> you
3: you pander so
2: i think i have to go with munich all
3: right. all right. munich goes on you got one kerwin
0: you know what the worst part is like i'll probably watch lincoln later like this
2: week better. and yep. i might like it better yeah. it all wasn't
3: all right. it surprised me Honestly.
2: All right, on to the next matchup. We've got a number three seed, which is Close Encounters, for a number six seed, which is Ready Player One.
1: This is easy, right?
2: Easy to me, but I'm looking at Kerwin's list of Close Encounters. How the heck does Rotten Tomatoes have a 90% average rating for Close Encounters? 90%.
1: I, I think for its time... Yeah. Maybe. That, that's, that's the only thing. See, that's, thing I that's
2: the thing that I, I, I had to step back. I never saw this movie in its prime. And so when I watched it, not too recently, but a couple of years ago, I was like, well, this is a horrendous piece of shit. But I, I just, I, I don't know. I, I didn't watch it when it was there, you know, like actually like relevant I, I don't know and so it's like am I because I watched ready Player one in the theaters
3: yeah no I'm 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 coming from a perspective of like I was talking about this bracket like last weekend when my family got together and I was like I have to watch all these Steven Spielberg movies and like one that I haven't seen in in the last I don't know two decades because I remember watching this movie as a kid I was like I have to watch close encounters of a third kind and both of my brother-in-laws were like that's an amazing movie and then I watched it and I was kind of like Okay.
1: <laughs> all, all I was told like, was that it's a classic.
3: Yeah, no, the, and that's what you get, the nostalgia of when you watch it. Because I remember when I was a kid, it was epic. I remember the, the music, the the Simon music, what it was what I call it, yeah. the beep, boop, beep, boop. Like, yeah. And so I went into it just being like, oh, this is an iconic movie. Iconic, because it's $20 ticket. But I watched it and I was like, that, that's it?
2: I mean I, I agree with you. If if we had to put on one of these movies right now, I'd be like please put on Ready Player One. But I one. also
3: but like to this point, I also didn't like Ready Player One. And I'm one of those people you that didn't like di- it? I I didn't get a lot of the references. I didn't get a lot of the explosive like there's there's like scenes where like they're talking about stuff and it feels like somebody's talking about an inside joke yeah. and you're not on the inside and so it's that exclusionary feeling. It's like I understand there's a lot of 80 re- 80s references and if a lot of stuff that's If you grew going up
2: in on. the 80s, this movie really hit hard, right? I was you born know? in
3: 88, so it's just not... It doesn't hit for me the same way that it does for some people who understand, like... Who 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 are interested in the stuff that they're talking about. Like, for me, it was very exclusionary, because I'm like... I. It's an inside joke that I know nothing about.
0: Okay. Um, I'm that person. <laughs>
3: uh,
0: I grew Thanks, up... I was born in the 80s, grew up in the 90s, but, like... You know, just like you know, you Jason, we're like a week a, apart. Like yeah, we, yeah, we, we all we all watched a bunch of eighty shit because our our parents had it or somebody yeah. else we knew had it or it was still popular when we were growing up. Um, and I got probably ninety nine percent of the references in Ready Player One. I don't care for the movie. Like I don't I don't care for it. And this is this is something that Jay and I have talked about a few times in the past. Like I was in the theater and I was just kind of like. I get it. There's references. There's pop culture references everywhere. But I'm like, I don't care about what's happening. I think I think in a world where we have Marvel versus Capcom and we have the MCU and crossovers are normal. Like we have Fortnite where you, where fucking Master Chief can do a Hadoken with Goku for fuck's sake. You know what I'm saying? It's just like like crossovers, the novelty of the crossover is gone now. And I think after having lived, lived through the era of crossovers, mm-hmm. to see that movie and and just be like, okay, so is there an actual plot that I should care about? Or are you just gonna flash Godzilla on a racetrack or King Kong on a racetrack and make me say, wow, that's cool, there's a DeLorean. But I'm like, if I don't care about who's in the DeLorean, then I don't care about the movie. And that's just how I felt.
1: And that was something that was, like from the trailers, like, it really was deceiving because I didn't know what this is about but I saw the trailer yeah. and I was like dude this looks so freaking cool.
2: I you, so you didn't like
0: the story? I I just felt like I I just seen that like it's like we're living
2: in an artificial world I feel like, like it's a PG Matrix version you yeah know? I, yeah, it, I, that's exactly what it feels like well, it Matrix is a good
1: movie yeah like, but it's just some. It's again it's the same
0: it's a it's a common yeah. it's a common trope in like cyberpunk it's lazy or, or sci-fi it's just it's it's a common thing and it's just like the Matrix took that and did something else with it you yeah. know what I'm saying this movie I, I think it just kind of does it well, we're gonna just throw a bunch of pop I still culture shit it in there. Though. I still I, I liked would that. rather
2: watch that right now than. Oh no! Close I'll, Encounters. I'll
0: tell you this right now. Like, I would rather watch Ready Player One than Close Encounters. You just did not. But I like. don't. I don't yeah. like yeah. Ready okay. Player One. I think Close Encounters is a is a great movie if you take about an hour out of it.
3: We we said that. We said we don't we don't like it, but we respect it.
0: Exactly, and I think the my major thing with Close Encounters is like, uh, it's not all about like militarization against these aliens. It's like no, 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 like. Let's talk to them, and I was like, "Oh, this is cool! Like, it's so different from yeah. like a lot of the pulp, you know, '50s, '60s, etc. movies that you see about aliens." I was like, "Oh, we're actually trying to talk, and we do talk by the end, and we go our separate ways." But like, it is too damn long, and I don't want to watch it. It again. is too, right. I,
2: I think too. I had watched Close Encounters after I had watched Independence Day, even the, the newest Independence Day that they came out with, all the other, War of the Worlds, all these alien invasion movies. And then when I hear it's a classic, I go back and watch Close Encounters, I'm like, well, this sucks, you know what I mean? So yeah. that's that's that sucks for Close Encounters because it's not getting my vote, but that's just where we're at right now. I'd rather watch Ready Player One right now than Close Encounters. I think we're ready to vote, you know? Yeah. Um, uh, Jordan and Bling both had put Ready Player One, so it's already got a two-vote advantage. Um, I'm gonna go Ready Player One. What do you think, Holly? I'm
3: probably gonna go Close Encounters.
2: I'm okay. gonna go Ready Player One. Okay, and then and Jason. Doesn't ready play, matter. Ready player one. But it's a four to one victory for ready <laughs> can I,
3: player one. Can I change my vote? <laughs> ready player one.
2: That's, right.
1: that's really like uplifting now, stuff. I Jason am. doesn't matter.
2: <laughs> well, it didn't matter. You could have voted anyway.
3: You don't matter, Jason. Do you
2: want to go first next time so it does matter? I already know that.
1: You
3: know, that's fine.
2: <laughs> no, All right. I know it don't matter. This is one of my dark horses in this actual thing. I think this has a chance to get to the finals. If not... Or what? I was going to say, is there a black version of War Horse out there? <laughs> <laughs> Catch Me If You Can, number two, against number seven, The Terminal. This is easy. I, I, honestly, I, so I don't
3: too. even think we need to have a discussion I about don't. this. I think
2: Catch Me If You Can is a great movie. Yes. Terminal is so boring.
3: It's so long and so... Whoa,
1: whoa, 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 whoa. It is not boring. I like The Terminal. terminal? Yeah.
2: I, tell, us, did you, tell us did you like what you it?
3: liked about it.
2: Exactly. Um, I'm gonna vote. Go catch me if you can. Okay. Yes. I'm wheezing. He had to take a breath because he was like, "Well, fuck, I gotta now well, explain we my decision." Both him yeah. with the
3: fire of a thousand poets. Yeah. Like,
0: all right, y'all. Like, if if we can assume that Catch Me If You Can is gonna win, at least at least let him give yeah. some credit to, to Look, Terminal. All I'm gonna Good. say
1: is that, like, I I, I catch me if you can is going to win my vote for sure but i'm just saying the terminal i i was pleasantly surprised when i watched it personally i just thought it was interesting again based on a true story
2: yeah so um, just catch me if you can
1: no no i understand that <laughs> i that's why i said it is also um but i don't know i thought watching tom hanks go and like you know collect all the cards and like try to like get yeah. money to do all the stuff he had to do and Catherine Zeta-Jones, I don't know. I, yeah. I thought it was, it kept my interest, honestly. Like at first I was like, why am I watching this? But then I was like, I stayed interested. I have watched it again. Like, mm-hmm. cause I thought it was good. I thought it was a good movie.
3: She's I think kind of the Terminal a little critical. I sorry. love Catherine Zeta-Jones. <laughs> no, I thought, I thought. It
0: was I, interesting.
1: I okay, know.
3: here's the thing. The only thing I'll point about the Terminal is like, I felt like the love story didn't need to be there. Like, I felt like it was a dude, like, making a friend in an airport, like, that would have been fine, but the whole yeah. underlying Catherine Zeta-Jones I agree. things, I'm like, get the fuck out of here with that I, shit. I
1: agree. I thought her, like, just her being a, a well known actress was kind of cool to see her in it, but I, like, I just, like, watch him, like, trying to figure out, like, what do I do?
0: Like, I'm stuck in this goddamn airport. Like,
1: what dude, do I, I do? Dude, I'd be
3: at Cinnabon every single fucking day.
0: I just hate, like, Stanley had no money. Tucci. You had no money. Like, Stanley Tucci, though, I'm just like, bro, it's just like, you could have just his embassy still exists you know that, right right? like just because they're having a civil war you could you could send him to the embassy or get in contact okay
3: but this just reminds me of like this tsa story that i had very recently so like i i travel for work obviously like my two main hubs are like southern california where i live and then las vegas and so san diego is always like when you're boarding a plane you just need to show them your driver's license you don't have to show them your boarding pass Oh. Like, so when you're going through TSA, like, it's it's a thing. Like, I don't know if that's just pre-check or, like, in general. But, like, mm-hmm. I don't have to show them my boarding pass. I just give them my ID and they scan it and it goes through their little system or whatever. And so the last time I was in Vegas, they scanned my ID and they didn't ask for my boarding pass. And I'm used to, like, showing them my boarding pass. And I'm doing the motion of, like, putting my cell phone down. And I asked the guy. I was like, oh, when did you guys stop scanning boarding passes? He's like, we don't have the liberty to discuss that. And I was like, I'm sorry sorry what like damn and then and then i got to like where they do your luggage and like check your shit and i was like when did you guys stop scanning passes?" He's like oh we just got a system upgrade like a month ago and i was like well the guy over there was like we can't tell you for like systems unknown and he goes fuck that run a cop and i was like same but it was a mess it's
2: classified i'm, I'm ready to vote <laughs>
0: yeah, you know, we, yeah we can vote yeah. okay all right uh i'm gonna go with catch me if you can same
3: same
2: And my vote doesn't matter, okay? So that's going to be a 6-0 vote for Catch Me If You Can. And that will conclude the first round of the Close Ones bracket.
0: Now we are in the uh, Bridge of Hooks. We
3: are venturing to the Bridge of Hooks. Crossing that Bridge of
0: Hooks. Uh, So, uh, Holly, what is our first matchup? Okay, so
3: our first matchup is going to be our first seed, which is Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark, versus the number eight seed, Hook.
0: This is
2: easy for me. Personally. It is easy. What I want to bring up is in the Rotten Tomatoes bracket, mm. Hook was up against E.T., and I was probably going to pick Hook over E.T.
3: Were you? I
2: probably was, yeah. For
3: what reason?
2: I would rather watch that than than E.T. I really would. I, I, I think that that little segment of going off of the Peter Pan thing, I, I don't know, I, I thought it was a great story, and I don't know, maybe since I've been a kid I've seen way too many alien movies, but... I, I don't know, I, I would rather watch Hook than E.T. I think it's it's in more enjoyable, It's I, okay. I don't know, it's easier can, to can, watch. Can we look at
1: the, the critic score?
2: Yeah, E.T. is at 85%. Okay. No, but, no, no, wait, but the, wait, wait. This, no, but this bracket is Raiders, oh, of the,
3: Raiders of the Lost Ark versus i Oh, I'm, no,
2: I'm, I'm, I'm picking Raiders of the Lost Ark, I'm just saying. I, I liked Hook over E.T., I just wanted to bring that up.
3: Yeah, in. no, and, and I feel yeah. like in the original bracket too, because honestly, I had to point out that like my best friend and I were both Hook and Rufio. From Hook for Halloween. So, like, obviously, we hold nostalgia to this movie, but I hadn't seen it in multiple years. I just wanted to be Dustin Hoffman's Hook for Halloween, and it was pretty good, if I do say so myself. But I rewatched it again, and it just dragged ass the huh? entire time. Yeah. I disagree with you on that. It dragged I, ass.
2: I, I, <laughs> I love this movie. The it's story great. of
3: Stevens, like, it was great for the first hour and a half. I pressed pause, and I was like, I still have 45 minutes left. Like,
0: uh, Peter so, so real quick If, if anybody yeah, doesn't you know Peter. <laughs> If anybody doesn't know Why we're bringing up uh, Another bracket It's because uh, Rotten Tomatoes Did their own bracket Of Steven Spielberg movies uh, I think over the fall Or yeah. summer Of 2022 uh, So we decided To take those same movies And kind of rearrange them Based on actual review scores um, So we have a different bracket Than the Rotten Tomatoes one um, But in that bracket E.T. was supposed to go up Against Hook Which is why we're bringing that up And you might hear that uh, further in the episode, but just an FYI.
3: But just only from Muga, because we're living on this current.
2: But, but, a- <laughs>
1: but, but again, what I was saying was, Hook is twenty nine percent critic score. Last Crusade.
2: No, oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Raiders. Raiders of the Lost Ark. 96. What do you think of? It? Yeah. 96. so... I I I think Raiders of the Lost Ark has arguably one of the best opening scenes in movie history. Amen. I, I, I feel like them in the jungle going into that temple. I mean, yeah. you're a, you don't know anything about Indiana Jones, no. but they're able to just show you the type of guy he is and what he's always about and what he gets into and how he escapes the danger. I, I mean the I mean they made a Disney ride after it. You know what I mean? So it's like I, it, it's it's a great movie. Is it the best Indiana Jones, though? We will find out throughout yeah, this thing.
3: We will find that out. I just feel like Hook had a lot of promise to, like, kind of do the exposition on Captain Hook, and it just didn't. Like, it just fell short. It's enjoyable. I learned yeah. that the Skrillex song Bang Rang is based off Hook. So. I
0: don't know nothing about Skrillex.
1: <laughs> I don't even know what that is. What's a Skrillex? I, I thought
2: hey. I was dumb because I was like, what are you guys talking about?
3: All right. Anyway, are you guys mind. ready to vote? Yes.
2: Yeah. yeah. I, I'm going to go Raiders of the Lost Ark. Same. I'm going to go with Hook. Raiders.
3: And then we had Jordan voting for Raiders of the Lost Ark and then Bling voting for Hook. So Raiders wins this one. It's the only time the Raiders yeah. will win. You,
2: you you really you really would choose Hook or Raiders of the Lost Ark, huh?
0: So I watched Raiders again with Jordan maybe a month and a half ago. Um, and I was watching the movie and I'm just like, damn, like... This is just too slow for me.
3: Drags ass. Like but. like
0: Raiders just drags and drags, and I'm like, I get there's iconic moments, but I'm like, wow. I'm like, this movie is too fucking long, and but like Hook, I, I can just have Hook on at any time. Yeah. Like I I just enjoy it. That's just me. Yeah.
3: Love that. All right, so moving on to the fourth and fifth seeds. So we have Minority Report at number four, which is our Tom Cruise. We've done this before in the Tom Cruise March Madness bracket. And then we have The Post at our number five seed.
1: Although watching The Post for the first time, I thought it was pretty good.
2: I I really enjoyed The Post. I I, really did.
1: Yeah, I was surprised, but I think minority
2: report. I too like Jason. It was the first time ever watching this. Mm. I honestly had never heard of the movie. Have you guys ever heard of this movie? Yeah. Oh, I never did. Yeah, but I I thoroughly enjoyed it.
1: Just going to turn your brain on sometimes. You
2: know. I think Minority Report, though, is pretty well done. I'm always right. about a time travel movie. and If they do it right, you can do a bunch of aspects that no other movie can do, like Back to the Future does and so on. This is not a time travel movie. They're just able to see the future, right. and then they have that aspect on it and the whole story about, like, hey, this guy knows it, and he puppet strings to where he gets away with this. It's pretty, it's pretty impressive, you know? Um, but I don't want to discredit the post. I think the post, there's not one gun that's fired off in this. And yet it's pretty intense, you know, towards the end, like printed or not, you know, and she's yeah. like this woman that inherited. And at a time where like they didn't view her as someone that could make these kind of decisions or lead these people. And Meryl Streep does a great job of like showing like, no, we're going to do this and do it. And it was the right decision. You know,
1: it kind of yeah. reminded me of, like Spotlight a little bit, yeah. like yes. just, just how that movie was done. Yeah. Um, of course, it's not similar in a sense, but just with the newspaper and the editorial aspect, I was like, it. Kept, that movie kept me engaged. Yeah. This movie kept me... I was surprised. It kept yeah. me engaged. Yeah. I wanted to watch it, but I, Minority Report, I think, has my way. I'm with Jason, too.
0: Yeah. yeah uh, I watched The Post for the first time, like super, super into it the entire time. Um, and then... Uh, I I wasn't going to watch Minority Report again because I'd seen it so many times but Fernanda had never seen it so I was like oh well shit you have to watch it now so we're starting the movie off and she's just like well why don't they answer this question about this where's the morality in this what are they going to do with this and I was like I was like it's so
2: exciting for that like just just wait
0: just wait. Just wait yeah I was just like I was just like at a certain point I had to be like this it, movie will answer every question you have about the first like sequence where they go to the dude's house when he's about to kill the wife. I was like, every question you have is going to be answered in this movie. And by the time we're done, she's like, this is probably the only one I've liked so far. <laughs> and
2: I, I, I think Colin Farrell is a is a great actor. And in this movie, he is that guy that yeah. does his job. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah.
3: So not to spoiler alert, but Bling and Jordan also voted for Minority Report. So I think it's a unanimous
2: Decision? I think we're on minority report. Yeah, I have no objections to that. Same here. All right, okay. All so minority report. report gets it. All right, Boy, so that's going to it's Raiders next. That's going to be interesting. Ooh, that's yeah. going to be a good one. All right, um, six zero minority report.
3: We love it. We love we love a shutout. Um, so the next one we have in the Bridge of Hooks is the three seed Bridge of Spies versus the six seed Warhorse.
2: I didn't watch Warhorse. I didn't have enough time. You're missing out. Yeah, it's that good. Really, I I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's like you have a connection with the boy and the horse and their relationship. I mean, I don't. I I thought it was really good. You didn't like it? I didn't care about the boy or the connection with the
1: horse. I thought that the action caught me by surprise. It was way more violent than I expected. Right, and there was aspects with the horse that was violent that I didn't expect, like being caught in the barbed wire and stuff. I was like. And then, you know. So you're
2: not attached to the horse, like get him free. No, I'm not,
1: I'm not, I'm not, not not at all. But like,
3: (laughs) Jesus. You're dead inside. (laughs) If you look at all of us, our reaction, we just shuddered at Jason.
1: No, no, I'm not. Yeah. Elizabeth was like, we had to, like, I had to skip through, like, 20 or 30 seconds when they like shot a couple of the horses too because yeah. she was like yeah it's tough to watch same, same thing with like Yellowstone yeah. the first yeah. episode it's like they killed that's why Elizabeth yeah. won't watch oh, Yellowstone because the, ep- yeah. the
2: first scene is a horse being killed yeah. it's but amazing. she
1: actually I think she kind of enjoyed it too and got like she. she's not a big action person but she like enjoyed like you know the. I think she enjoyed the connection Yeah, but I, I personally I enjoyed like I, I just I didn't know what to expect and I thought the action and the war scenes were like they're pretty impressive. Yeah. yeah. They're really impressive. But
3: do you ever remember Okay, so my my thing is like I'd heard of Bridge of Spies but I'd never seen any type of like advertising for Warhorse. Have you guys?
2: I, I'm telling you, i never even heard of Warhorse right. until this bracket. Yeah, I,
0: 2011, right? I knew about Warhorse because I would see trailers every time we go see a Marvel movie. Like there was for a trailer.
3: Warhorse? Yeah, because
0: it, it was at the time Avengers was coming out, and then Dark Knight Rises was gonna come out in 2012. Oh. So like you would see Warhorse trailers during like those 2010, 2011 movies.
3: Interesting. I'd never heard of this movie before this bracket. Like.
1: Yeah, yeah but I. I I thought it was shot well I thought there was some cool scenes in it for sure but eh, I mean I I I would never go back and watch it again
2: you didn't choke up a little bit when he's trying to get the horse the first time with everyone watching to like plow that field so they can plant their crops and then it starts raining everyone leaves and he comes back and he's still doing it and they like they do it together you didn't get a little emotional on that
1: I appreciated the moment. I don't know. I <laughs> so sobbed
3: about. like a so you child. you did it is what you're saying. So you I needed emotion. So <laughs> sobbed like a child.
2: <laughs> uh, you can
1: ask Elizabeth. I mean, I did not. I mean, remember. Bridge of Spies did not do really anything for me. <laughs> okay, you
2: know? so that's I br-
0: why. I brought up my bias with like Munich and yeah. how I love those kind of movies. Like, I saw an article that said, Bridge of Spies is your dad's spy movie. I know, I've seen my dad spy movies, and they don't suck as bad as British British <laughs> spies. Like I'm sorry, like British spies. Like I never feel any sort of tension. I feel right. like Tom Cruise or Tom Cruise, Tom, Tom Hanks, Hanks. Yeah, Tom <laughs> Hanks just gets his way. It's like, oh, I'm, I'm just a regular lawyer, and I'm gonna go to East Germany, and then right. I'm, I'm just gonna succeed. And the only thing that's gonna happen is my jacket gets stolen, and uh, everything works out fine. And I'm just like, we spent two and a half fucking hours on this shit. I'm yeah. like, I was expecting like some Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy type shit, yeah. and, and I watch this movie, and I'm. I'm like, this is not good at all. And it was kind
1: of a letdown at the end. Huh? There's no
0: spies in this movie. <laughs> yeah,
1: There's the th- no spies. So the spies. title is bullshit. Yeah. yeah. No,
3: the thing about Bridge of Spies, I felt the same way. I felt like there was no story, but it was Tom Hanks acting the shit out of it. And it's just Tom Hanks carried that whole movie on his acting. And you are captivated by his charisma alone. And it's not the storyline. It's and, not the plot.
0: And it's the same house from The Post, isn't it?
3: Right. <laughs> yeah. feels like is it. Really?
0: I feel like it's uh, the same house from The Post.
1: Some of those post. scenes in my head blend. Yeah, right. together because of that but I don't know I, I I thought the movie would be a little bit better I was hoping for like this weird twist or something Same. to happen and it just it yeah, just kind happen. of fell flat yeah
0: oh all the tension with the uh, the American student that's yes. also captured and then like yeah. the, the East Germans you're
3: like here it is and you're like oh this yeah. is
0: the, the tension point of the movie and it's just like nah we, we here have them
1: and then they're not showing up and you're like oh dude what the fuck like why is he not showing up and they're like all yeah. kind of waiting like watching TV and hanging out and then it's like and then he shows up, and this, then we're done. And it's just like, what the fuck? Nothing.
0: Yeah, it, it's it's a waste of fucking time. Yeah. Um, I never saw War Horse, but I'm voting War Horse. I know, my, <laughs> <laughs> I know my vote doesn't count, but if I could, I'd vote War Horse just because Bridge of Spies was such a letdown. This is going to be interesting, though, because...
3: This is. Because we, we have Bling and Jordan both voting for Bridge of Spies. So
2: us three... I'm going to go War Horse, I think. Okay, so I'm going to go War Horse. So it's up to you whether... Which would Oh movie my god. Advances? I'm the
3: vote that matters. Bridges,
2: Spies or Warhorse? Cuz I, I I will probably watch Warhorse again to be honest. Definitely not. I,
3: I didn't like either of them, but I felt like the emotional aspect of Warhorse probably won. So, I'm going to go Warhorse. There we so go. Look at me mattering. My vote matters, you guys.
2: Mugo, what's the vote? Uh 3 to 2. 3 to 2. Wait,
3: how's that 3 to 2? Cuz I Cuz he's not voting. Three. Oh, yeah. but no, but then you have um, Bling
2: and Bridges, Jordan. Bridge of Spies. Oh, yeah, we don't want to do this. Jesus calculate
3: Christ, math. No? <laughs> I, I, I swear to God, I have a master's degree in Please business don't edit that out. Please
2: don't edit that out. <laughs> Jesus Christ.
3: This is going to get
2: interesting. She's a master. This next you one's going to get interesting.
3: I don't think it is, honestly. Okay. So, coming in at my number two seed is West Side Story, and it's going against number seven seed, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. So just so the audience knows, Bling voted for West Side Story and Jordan voted for Kingdom of the Lost Skull. So
2: it's up to us.
3: So it's up to us. It's the Crystal Skull. Crystal Skull. What did I say? Lost. Oh shit. Lost World, Crystal Skull. We don't know. It's all it's all blending together in my head. I'm so sorry. The number seven seed is Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Anyone want to start? With which Jordan voted for.
0: Uh, man, I, I really wish it wasn't Aliens. I really, I, I thought the ending was so like abrupt too, with Kay Blanchett just like, I want to know everything, oh, and my Crystal eyes Skull? melt. Yeah. yeah,
2: for Crystal Skull, I'm just kind of like, this is like weak as hell. Like I, I disagree with you on, I think there's three scenes in that movie that really make it a bad movie, but I still enjoy that Indiana Jones. I think the swinging of. Is it Shia LaBeouf? How's he say his name? Yeah, Yeah. the swinging of the vines. That was uh, that was pretty bad. The
3: Tarzan-esque. Yeah. And
2: then I thought the uh, atomic bomb scene with the fridge was pretty bad. Oh, that's. And then what you're talking about the very end. But other than that, there's a lot of good scenes in this movie, in my opinion. But
3: I just I felt like it was a classic Steven Spielberg trope where you have somebody like in my notes I wrote Shia LaBeouf sword fighting.
2: That was pretty bad. Spread
3: eagle. (laughs) on two moving vehicles, and then my next note was a boat going over not one, not two, but three waterfalls.
2: Yeah, maybe there's like five scenes that are not fucking hey, really good. Hey, there we go. <laughs> so have you guys
1: seen the South Park about this no, movie? No, Cause all Because all the kids are so disappointed with this movie, and they felt like Steven Spielberg uh, and George Lucas raped Indiana Jones in this movie. Oh my movie. god. Oh, don't is this the one where they
0: the replace around. all the guns with walkie-talkies? Is that the episode? No. Okay. This is where they
1: literally show images in their minds of what they think how the movie was made and they're raping Indiana Jones in this movie. Wow. They were not happy with this depiction of India at all. Yeah. They went there pumped to watch this movie and they're all disappointed just as I think I was.
3: So the thing about this one is I did not like it. I, like, I, I didn't like it, but I didn't like it as much as I didn't like number two.
2: I think number two is not good. Temple Agreed. of Doom was like, hey, we, we did really well with Which the is, first one. How can we make this better? Oh, there's going to be this temple and there's going to be levels that he's got to go through with, let's throw in a cart ride on rails and right, caves. I mean, right. it was not good. You so,
3: know? I, I mean, not to bring that up, but like, I didn't... I was, I was surprised by this one, to be honest, because I watched number two. I watched the Indiana Jones ones in order because I, I don't remember watching them as a kid. So I watched one, two, three, yeah, and, and then four. I watched four. And we got I hated five out. two. I we got
2: five coming out.
3: I didn't like two more than I didn't like number four, if that makes sense.
2: It completely makes sense because I would rate them as one and three are the best. Yeah. And at the bottom, you have two and four. Right. And which one's worse, you know? Right. So I started with three. Did you really? The Last Crusade? Yeah, my my that, th- that might be the best one.
1: My, my my mom's brother, my uncle, was like really into all these, and he was like, "This is this was his favorite." My one. mom just so like, loved oh.
3: Sean Connery, so oh yeah.
1: So we watched that first, and then I was like, went back and watched other ones. And I was like, huh. Eh. The the third one's my favorite, but yeah, yeah. This this one was I don't know to me it's a total letdown. But go ahead, Kerwin.
0: Um,
2: West Side Story.
3: Hey, I
2: was going to say <laughs> I, like, nobody's talking I, about West Side Story. I, well, I, I'm really sorry. Like I, it's. Very well done. It, it the it's movie is beautiful. I, I, I cannot vote for it because I'm not the musical guy, so that's why I would vote Kingdom of the Crystal School right now. But until I until you put
3: on Return to the Mac and then he's singing, but okay, it's not a musical
2: guy. The best song ever made, besides <laughs> Pitbulls. Version Ocean, of Ocean. Ocean to Ocean, yeah. uh, Dreams oh. by oh Van Halen. God. That's also <laughs> no, a, I was making you
3: know. a joke. Can you took it
2: there. <laughs> Post Malone did a Return of the Mac remix recently too. You should check it out. Download it, like dollar twenty nine. Uh, West Side Story though, I it's visually good. I just can't get into it. I could not just. I was on my phone all the time. And my wife, she like loves the original, so she's into it. But she's kind of like, I, it's very very well done. I just will never watch this again. Never. Right. Like I don't. I can't do it. You know. I will say that like. Uh,
0: this is probably one of the best-looking movies on this yes. record yes. like period yes. visually it's visually beautiful. this is like one of the best-looking movies um I I don't watch a lot of musicals but I am a huge fan of like actors and their choreography and I'm I'm talking like Every one of these motherfuckers in this movie is on point can dance yeah. and act their ass off. And I'm just like I was surprised. I was like, oh, this is like some Spielberg shit. It's gonna be like very disnified. But I'm like, like they had their like numbers down, like they had like the vocals here and there, you're asking the actors to sing. Not every actor can sing, of course. So some people sound sound pretty bad. Yeah. But I'm just like, yo, like these dudes are killing every single sequence. But I will say like the story overall, I don't really care for the story because it's Romeo and Juliet it and, and it's and it's shitty and some of the characters are shitty. But like if we're talking about like the execution of it, I think the execution is like amazing.
3: Yeah, I want to speak out for somebody that does like musicals. Like I, I'm i a musical fan. And so I watched this West Side Story and again, I agree with Lindy, Mugga's wife. I like the original one. I grew up on the original one. And so I watched this one and visually, it's a vast improvement but like thematically not so much like I, to me as an English major I'm like it's Romeo and Juliet meets the kings of New York and they had a baby it's just like the Jets the whole thing it, it literally is Romeo and Juliet to a a fault and so I don't know why it had to be remade. I think just visually it was more pretty but I don't think it did anything for it and Corhen is giving me the money sign which He's I understand. It, it, they did it for money and try to get a new generation on west side story but i feel like anybody who has seen romeo and juliet or somebody that has seen the original west side story like understands the concept and we didn't need a movie for it so well
2: jason loves musicals
3: no, he does no
1: i i fast forwarded through He's our all theater the theater
3: buff over here
0: i fast
1: forwarded through all the singing parts
3: why well
0: then you can't vote
3: maria i no.
1: just kidding i'm I just watched kidding. i'm, just kidding, I'm gonna kidding.
0: vote anyway it's um, like it's like you finally get that uh, that uh, Yanklef Jean song. It's like money, money. <laughs> you remind
1: <laughs> me of a, of a West Side, West Side story.
3: story. Growing up in Spanish, huh?
1: I don't know anything about that, but
3: uh, oh my god, currently played by
2: Carlos Sant-
3: Santana. <laughs> it's like
1: it's
2: it's like a Nickelback song. You would really like. It. Oh! Um,
1: <laughs> so I'd hate you. it. Okay. Um, I don't know, maybe I've heard it before, but probably just probably I don't the it.
3: acoustics on that
1: one. But anyway, yeah, no, I know I fast forwarded through it.
3: <laughs> it was... All right, so I feel like we can take this to a vote.
1: But it was okay though, like there was like the parts that weren't singing, like I thought that was interesting, Remember, like Deuce is Wild or yeah. something like that, but. Yeah, it's very something that's been repeated,
2: like, many times.
3: Yeah. So Okay, so, again, Bling voted for West Side Story. Jordan voted for Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. So, Mugga, what's your vote?
2: I'm going to say, if you look at Rotten Tomatoes, 92% for West Side Story. Kingdom of the Crystal Skull is 65%. I agree with that. West Side Story, I think, is a better movie. But if you're asking me what I want to put on to watch between these two, I would rather watch Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I just, that's what I'm basing my vote on. I will never watch West Side Story ever again. So okay. I'm gonna go Kingdom of the Crystal Skull.
3: Jay?
1: Yeah, I concur. I, I would say Kingdom, I, I will never watch West Side Story ever again. I don't care what version it is. I don't give At a fuck. At gunpoint,
3: you don't care. I don't
1: give a fuck, yeah.
3: Kevin?
0: <laughs> uh I'm coming, in, I'm kind of uh, in the same boat as Mugga. It's just like, I think West Side Story is clearly the better movie, yeah. and one of the better movies in this whole tournament. But it's just like, I'm probably never gonna choose to watch it again. If anything, I'm gonna go on YouTube and I'm gonna find a dance sequence that I like and watch that, not the entire movie. (laughs) You're just
3: gonna download the soundtrack, not watch the movie again. And
0: like, Indie indie 4, I feel like I could have on and maybe pay attention to it, but like, I I could actually see myself watching that whole movie, West Side, just clips. So just on that alone, I'm gonna go Crystal Skull, but West Side, I feel like overall is a better movie. Just yeah. not rewatchable.
3: So my vote doesn't matter. Does not so matter. So, Jason, thank you so much for <laughs> paving the way for votes that don't matter. But I was also going to say Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, what? even though I will not watch it again.
2: Wow. So. Interesting.
3: I I just like the original West Side Story. I just like, I'm very big on like...
2: almost kind of took offense to it. She was like, it's ruining the original one for me watching this.
3: I didn't take offense to it. I just saw it as a cash grab of like trying to get a new... And and like, I feel like Steven Spielberg is always going to say, I'm trying to get a new generation on something. But it's like the people that like theater and the people that like musicals will always find that. Yeah. You don't need to remake a movie. It just looks like a very presumptuous cash grab. So... And that's the end of Bridge of Hooks. Uh,
0: let's move on to the Tintin Empire region of our bracket. Uh, our first matchup. We have Saving Private Ryan, the number one seed, versus our eight seed, The Lost World. Who, you me I mean, go? who wants I mean, to start
3: on this? Like, I feel like it's yeah. a pretty, for me, it's a pretty easy bracket. Like, I love the original Jurassic Park. Lost World didn't do it for me. Saving Private Ryan's personally not my cup of tea, but like... It's getting my vote.
2: I will always talk about Saving Private Ryan in the sense of you read about the statistics of how many people died on D-Day, this and that. That opening scene is something where like Spielberg is able to show you, hey, this is what it was like, and it's just like it's something you've never imagined in your life because it's like it's so bad, and he was able to like put it on film. And I'm, and I know that I'm not even talking about the whole movie, but just the opening scene catches you and then like you're dialed in and it's it's a two hour 30 minute movie right seven Ryan. i it's it's so well done i in my opinion i mean i i i don't know
3: okay I think, me i always think it drags ass but that's, right.
1: i think there's a couple more d-date the opening scene for sure yeah but i think there's a couple i think the end scene too with the on the bridge and, yeah and like it's just I don't know. I, I was captivated the whole time watching this. Oh yeah. No, hundred percent. The cast. I mean you can't I mean Vin Diesel, man. It's all about family. So I mean he's in this too.
3: This was two hours and fifty minutes, my you. Was that two fifty Yeah, two fifty. Yeah. I wrote this down on all my notes of like the time that the movie cost. The
0: school cost three <laughs> fifty. I
2: and I, I everyone that is a twenty dollar ticket listener knows I love Jurassic Park. I do not care for the lost world. I think it's a step above Fallen Kingdom, but Other than that, I don't think it's that good. I, so when I was a kid and I was in elementary school.
3: (laughs) Dying for the steak. Like,
0: I owned maybe like four or five VHSs that I watched over and over and over. One of them was Batman Returns.
3: The other one was Toy
0: Story. I had Power Rangers the movie and I had Star Wars. And then the fifth VHS I owned was the Lost World. And I watched the fuck out of the Lost World every chance I got you had Power Rangers why wouldn't you watch Power Rangers because I had The Lost World (laughs) and The Lost World is so bad bro like my attachment to that movie is like like God tier like
3: (laughs) yeah not to to defend Corwin but like to defend Corwin I just feel like the first movie was really focused on like the morality of like bringing dinosaurs back and it was very much like the human element of it whereas like the lost world was very much like dinosaurs were the main character and it was like what transpired because of the dinosaurs like there wasn't that like yeah is this okay i, I, I like- honestly
2: think the movie would be better if they just never went to san diego mm. i think then i would have more of an appreciation for it but when they went to san diego and they did the whole godzilla like parallel thing I, and then the the drinking out of the pool with the T-Rex, eating the—I I, just—they I, lost me. I was like, I'm ready for this movie to be over. I think that maybe if they don't go to San Diego, I get what you're saying, but that's why I like number three better than number two.
0: Kind of going back to what Holly said, um, I feel like this movie kind of continues on the theme of like um, mankind's hubris and like playing God and stuff. It's just like you had a guy that realized he fucked up, but luckily he realized it before the park ever opened. You know, and you had uh, Homeboy from Space Jam with the barbasol and shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I feel like this movie is just like it takes it a step further. Like, what if somebody's ego, somebody's like hubris, is so huge that they're like, "Oh well, fuck a park, I'll just bring it to the mainland, yeah. uh, and I'll I'll open it at the San Diego Zoo." Like, 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 what the fuck do you think is gonna happen to this guy? I'm saying it's just like this is like what happens when somebody's like like head is like so far in the fucking clouds that they don't see the reality of it. While I get that you don't like the the T-Rex going through San Diego. Obviously it's an homage to like Godzilla and shit like that. It also shows like what happens when you bring the park to the people instead of bringing the people to the park and it's like the worst case scenario. And I think and I think that's why I like it so much. We learned our lesson in the first movie, but here's some jackass that wants to continue despite all that. And that's so. a natural
1: next step too. It's like, you know, whatever happened in the first Jurassic Park happened. it's like, well, what if we, like you said, like, okay, well, if we can't do it here, let's do it the next way and bring them there. And you think about just people, like just, just animals in general, like capturing them, putting them in zoos and stuff. I I get that. I don't know. I, I appreciate that. I know what you're saying with
0: the,
2: you guys have not talked about the gymnastics scene.
0: That's stupid.
1: That's a stupid, it's it's, a
2: stupid scene. I think the only good scene of that movie is the T-Rex scene with the two trailers, going over the cliff and all that and the way they filmed it that was pretty impressive but yeah. other than that i mean that movie is to me not entertaining i don't know it's
0: a prequel to wedding crashers
2: elaborate oh, <laughs> elab- yeah. okay
0: i'm ready to vote though
2: i'm care. ready to vote i i i'll start off uh, unless, Kerwin, you want to tell us what is already in the lead?
0: Okay, so uh, we got one vote for uh, Saving Private Ryan. I'm not sure who voted for that. And then uh, one vote. I'm sorry. I you guys just
3: put tick marks. I put actual initials. Okay,
0: okay. So here's what I'll do. I'll say. Uh, uh, so between Efficiency. Bling. Huh? Efficiency. Efficiency, yeah.
3: Yeah, but how efficient is it now?
0: Yeah. Uh, so between uh, Bling and Jordan, uh, we got one vote for Saving Private Ryan and one vote for The Lost World. Guys, I think I'll have to go with Lost World. I'm going to be that dude. I'm sorry. Yeah, you are. You and one other person are going to be that one. Same thing we talked about with... with West Side Story and Kingdom of
2: the Crystal Skull. You'd rather watch this than Saving Private Ryan? I, I actually would. That's just me, though. I mean, that's that's kind of what I'm basing all my votes on, so I can't argue I that. don't...
3: Okay, so I don't think that's, that's not what I'm basing my vote on. I'm basing my vote on the actual movie. Like, if, if I was to re-watch one of these two movies, it would be The Lost World because it's more entertaining. But I think Save It... My vote is for Saving Private Ryan because it is the better movie, But it's such a heavy content matter that it's not something that I'm going to rewatch like again and again and again and again. But it's so beautifully done. And it's such an impactful movie that I think that's why I don't watch it a lot, because it's so heavy, like, but it's a better movie.
0: You're like You have to like mentally prepare. Yes, prepare yes. And
3: so it's like, even before, I, I'd seen it before and I remembered like just watching the beginning of it and just being like, this isn't my jam. Like I'm not gonna do it. But for this podcast, I rewatched it again. I don't like war movies. I don't like gore movies. I don't like that. And so the opening scene where it's like the water is running red, I'm, I'm not gonna go back and watch that again. Like. It's not my jam, but Jason, it's, a better it's movie. up
2: to you and I because it's well, a two-two tie right now.
1: Well, I have gone back and watched this multiple times yeah. personally. I just well, this is in the background or something, uh, when I had cable, yeah, TNT or whatever, yeah. if it was on it, like I'd put it on. But I just, um, I, I, I think Saving Private Ryan is an amazing movie, so. and and I, and I get the first, what would you call it, thirty-five to forty-five minutes mm. is brutal as fuck.
3: Yeah,
1: maybe it's less than that. I don't know, but. Um, the rest of the movie and I think the cast is so good and it just I think it's it's probably my second favorite war movie but it's I don't I don't want to say it but no no
2: come on that's what we're doing you're in the trust tree
1: I I think I think 13 hours is my favorite one with John Krasinski yeah Yeah, I I
0: think that one
2: about the Benghazi I've never seen it. That's yeah. the Michael Bay movie, right? It it's is Michael, Michael Bay. Bain, yes. okay.
0: But it's Michael Bay's put me. So it's got an, an orange movies. Oh no, no too, I'm right? not saying it's bad. That's just what yeah. I know it has. But it has
1: has has Jim and Roy in it, which I thought was interesting. Um has both of them in it. But it's similar to this in the aspect that it, like it kind of puts you like there. Like you feel like you're almost there. And I've put it on multiple times. I, I think it's a it's a great movie, although it is heart wrenching. It's heart wrenching for sure. I am going to put it over The Lost World, so What's your vote, Mugs?
2: I'm, I'm agreeing with you. I, I've i developed my top 25 list, which is like circulating all the time. Like I keep on updating it. This movie's out, this movie's in. Saving Private Ryan is in my top 25 and it hasn't ever been taken out. I think it's very well done. I love Jurassic Park. I think Lost World sucks. Um, it's not even like a question for me. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. moving on with Saving Private Ryan. So I think that wins. Can I add to one thing though, Holly, you don't like gore or horror movies, right? Right. Can you please watch a movie for me? Yes. It's called Hostel. I think you'll really like it. Is that what Christian Bale? It's awful. No, it's it's. You it's said it's a,
3: awful, and you well, want like, to watch like it. Well, like like gore,
2: gore. Yeah, it's it's with these two kids who <laughs> they go and the like, first. Smell this! Fr- oh, it smells terrible. Yes, like, exactly. Hostiles. Hostile. Yeah, it's like with it, these two kids. They go backpacking through Europe, and they hear about this hostel that you go to, and you can get women, and they end up getting captured and tortured, and it's it's very gory. It's. I think you should watch it. We should do a twenty minute. Twenty dollar ticket production of your experience of that movie. I think it would be a good. I think it'd be a good film. What do you think? We do Green Inferno too. I mean, I've never heard. of is like, that bad? Because <laughs> I, I hate those movies. This movie, the first forty minutes is like a porno because they're out there having sex in um, in in Europe, and then they go to the bad <laughs> part. Yeah, it's it's it, it takes a big. You guys have, have you ever seen the movie Hostel? No. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's crazy. I, just, right? I right. love
3: that. Like he's explaining this movie. Yes. Like you should no, watch I just this thought of movie. Another movie that I'm it make, starts off as a hardcore. By the way, photo.
2: spoiler. I'm gonna start making twenty dollar minute, wait twenty minute segments of movies for twenty dollar ticket. Holly, you watching Hostel is gonna be one of them.
3: But here's the thing: is like I feel like you, like the people that are listening, the people that don't know me, it's like you can tell that what I'm thinking based on my face. So yeah. That's why Mug is saying that. Is yeah. like I will give you the reaction because if I'm feeling something. Like, it's it, it is,
2: this movie is terrifying. I'm telling you that. And you right now.
3: want me to watch
2: it. 100%. There's actually a second one, too. There might even be more than two, huh?
3: Right. <laughs> well, they're not in this
2: bracket. <laughs>
3: they're not in this bracket. No, but the yeah. way you started that was like, smell this. It smells awful. Like, that was like the way you started it. Yeah. So I was like, thank you so much for that.
2: Saving Brett. No, that was a four to two vote. Four to two vote, yeah. Alright, this is a tough matchup right now. Okay, here.
3: so I didn't watch Amistad, so oh, that'll be my oh, and,
0: uh, Okay, so our next matchup in Tintin Empire is uh number four seed Empire of the Sun versus number five seed Amistad.
3: So I'm gonna be honest, I did I did not have the capacity to watch Amistad, so I am not going to partake in this conversation.
0: And I didn't have the capacity to watch Empire of the Sun.
3: Hey, hey okay, <laughs> look at so that Scorpio. It's where are we out.
0: where are we at with bling and jordan so uh between bling and jordan we have one vote for amistad and one vote for empire oh, of the
3: so sun. It's you two. I, it's you too
2: okay i have to tell you i've watched both of these movies but a while ago if you asked me who i would or what movie i would want to put on i personally think i would go with amistad i think that's a better movie empire of the sun i remember watching it um, it doesn't have a lot of star power, other than John Malkovich, right? Christian Bale was a young kid at the time.
3: Baby Christian Bale.
2: Baby Christian Bale. But I just remember it being like just not entertaining. And Amistad is
3: is entertaining,
2: you know. Like I mean, it's 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 horrible, it's, it's horrible. you know. It's horrible, you yeah, know. But, but it's a like, better done movie. And yeah, I I would rather watch Amistad. I don't know where you fit on this. No, you
1: know? I'm I'm the same. I mean, I just watched Empire of the Sun last night, <laughs> and I've seen Amistad a couple of years ago, but it's pretty fresh in my memory. Like it's it's. It's a tough movie. Let us um, be free. But I think it's way better done than Empire of the Sun, at least yeah. when you're comparing. Now I know that Empire of the Sun's older, for sure. Um, but yeah, I was. I didn't know John Malkovich was in it. It was interesting to see yeah. that. Um, and then Young Christian Bale, um, I'm sorry, annoyed the fuck out of me. He just annoyed <laughs> the fucking living shit out of me.
3: Same. And
1: I, I think that was intended for the movie, but it just, it was, it made it really fucking tough to watch. Uh, the story was interesting.
2: Yeah. Being in Japan, right?
1: We talk a lot about Japanese-American internment yeah. camps. Yes. But we don't talk about what happened to you know British and, and American people Over in Japan. There. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. I didn't know much about that personally. Right. Call me naive, whatever, but I didn't know much about that.
3: But it's not taught to you, like it's not readily no. available subject matter. So it's not ignorance on your part, like on any of our parts. Because I was surprised by that too.
1: Yeah, I just, you know, you, you, you know, your what was that book, um, Manzanar, um, and then uh, I've heard, you know, George Takei talk about the the play he did, Allegiant, about all the Japanese American internment camps and his his experience and his parents' experience going through all of that but I I'll be honest I really didn't know much about that um, not to say I learned a lot from this I'm just, I just it was exposed to like hey like that this actually happened but I, I think I would vote Amistad personally even after all of that
3: yeah
0: so
2: I think that solidifies it Crow and I think it's a three1 victory for Amistad.
0: Our next matchup in Tintin Empire is a uh, number three seed E.T. versus number six seed Adventures of Tin This
1: is really a fucking vote, right now.
3: It, re- it really is. Oh God. Yeah. Wait. Okay. Can so I, wait, 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 I have to ask, like, what is what is your initial? Like, it's E.T. shutout.
2: Well, before you Dumb. ask that though, because he doesn't like the Polar Express for one reason, one reason only: I do- the the animation he thinks creeps him out.
0: Oh, the Uncanny I, Valley.
2: I. Yeah. I don't know, what did you say so the
0: uncanny valley is a point
2: where uh we try to
0: make uh real people out of cgi and it looks more fake than if we just did a cartoon character so
2: i think i got a lot out of that i love the polar express i really love it seriously think I, about your I, little i smirk clenched, right I clenched my jaw yeah.
3: sorry because like you guys can't I think see the polar this express but... is,
2: a, is a movie i watch every christmas i have to watch it along with the home Alone. but I got the same animation vibe from this movie. Now, when we first did this, and I'm talking to Jason, I'm like, are you really going to watch all these movies? I'm, looking, I'm like, well, I don't want to watch The Adventures of fucking Tintin. I really did not.
3: Right, same. And
2: I'm telling you, I enjoyed it. I'm going to watch this movie again. Yes. I think it's entertaining. I don't mind the animation. And But like, if I have to go along with my voting and like what movie I want to watch, i got to take a step back. Like, hey, if someone had never seen E.T. or The Adventures of Tintin, I would probably direct them towards E.T. that makes sense. Even though I would rather well, watch...
3: Society-wise, I yeah. would rather
2: watch Tintin right now. I don't know. So I don't, I'm kind of torn in a site. You, you think E.T. just hands down. But this
1: is your personal preference, so it's not
2: Yeah, that. In the
3: original yeah. bracket, it was The Adventures of Tintin versus, versus Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Park. So, and so it had I was like, no there's chance. no There's no chance. And so I was like, I don't even know I'm watching this movie, but then I was like, kind of half-assed watching it. But then I found myself really love I, it. I, I, did you like, watch
2: Red Notice on Netflix with The Rock and I did Ryan Reynolds? I did. No. It's, it's 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 a treasure hunt kind of a, it's a, kind of the same concept on this and so you don't like this or what is it that you don't is it the animation still?
1: Well one I wasn't expecting it to be animated for some
2: reason. What did you think it was going to be? I,
1: I don't know. I, I didn't know what to expect. I, I didn't know what to expect.
3: I think it's like an American culture thing because I was reading about it and I think like people grew up with, with Tintin and I think it's a I did not. Don't, don't, no, correct me if I'm wrong. I think it's a British thing. Like, I'm so sorry to anybody who's listening who's going to crack this, but I think Tintin was like something that was like another country's like kind of comic Peter book Pan character kind of yeah. or like something that they yeah. grew up watching. And so Tintin to them was really sacred. And so I was reading kind of the storyline of like Steven Spielberg loved it and wanted to develop it in the States and like did the adventures of Tintin. I didn't like the Polar Express because I thought it's creepy and I hate that little kid with the fucking glasses and we put this in the group chat. Okay, can I, can I agree <laughs>
2: ask you, that little kid, is that the same kid that's in 1941 on the first wheel? Yeah. His voice sounds identical. Yeah. I was like, that's the guy from Polar Express. Right. I swear to God it right, is. Right, right. I could be wrong, but I swear no, to you it is. No, but we're going to agree that it is. Okay. But
3: <laughs> I didn't, I don't like the animation on Polar Express to me, it's just like, like it's that weird thing where it tries to be real and it's kind of real but it's not actually real but the adventures of tintin i didn't mind because the story actually flowed if that makes sense like polar express kind of halts goes halts goes halts and that's when you're noticing the faults of the animation but adventures of tintin the entire time it, it, flowed.
2: Was, it was very yeah
3: i was into it
1: i don't know where it was at but there was a question that started off uh I, I kind of agree with what Mugga's is saying, but me personally, like I'm gonna go back to me if I'm gonna put one of these movies on I'm gonna put on ET like I think ET is amazing with Elliot and little Drew Barrymore and all this stuff. I think it's I think it's a great movie. There's suspense it's it's one of those classics iconic classics
2: no ET is they made a ride on it. Remember, oh, I never did the ride at Universal. I cities. love the fucking I, never, I was so
1: that. bummed that they yeah. removed that, too. That was one of my favorite yeah. rides um, at Universal. But I don't know why we're even talking about this. Go ahead, Carlin.
0: Oh, no, I was just going to say I was surprised by uh, the action in Tintin. I was like, oh, this is like some adult swim type shit. Yeah. Like, uh, there's actual true. action, act, alcohol consumption, tobacco, et cetera. Well, the guy's an alcoholic. You know? yeah. yeah. And the only thing for me is just like what is the vendetta that this dude had? Is like, my, my great grandpa tried to kill your great grandpa and I murdered all his homies and your great grandpa got revenge so now I'm mad at you and now you're gonna have like a drunken dream about some shit. Like, I wish there was more given to that. Like, oh, maybe they found some amulet or something or maybe these two are reincarnated as these two people and they recognize that but I just kind of feel like this feud is just like happenstance and it's just like I'm just really bitter and the other dude's just like I'm just drunk like I don't know what's happening and like Tintin's tossed in the middle which is fine because I think that's how most of his, his stories go but I just kind of felt like I'm here for the visuals, I'm here for the animation, I'm here for who I believe is Andy Serkis as the captain. Um, and then, but other than that, I'm just kind of like, I, I found myself kind of disengaged with the whole like main conflict. I'm just like, yeah. why are we doing this? Like, well, what the fuck are we doing? Well, how'd this? you feel about E.T.? Oh, well E.T., uh, I watched this at like two in the morning
3: hey. and, and I <laughs>
0: cried like three times. I cried the first time they took off on the bike I cried when ET dies and then I cried uh, e. T. at doesn't the end. not die. Yeah,
1: he does. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. He comes
2: back. Then. Yeah, okay. yeah. And then I, I, like, I he goes yeah. up with it. I you just reference an episode of Friends oh. where, you know. Like. Did
1: you cry when El- Elliot's like running through all the tubes and all that stuff or no?
0: When he's at the uh the facility, yeah. is that what yeah. we're talking about? Oh, when he's trying to go see ET? Yeah. yeah, yeah, when yeah. they're like, "Oh my god, he's going to die," and then you have fucking I can't remember the girl's name. Reese, was that Reese? No, that's not. That's Drew a, Drew I'm so sorry.
2: First time I ever noticed product placement in a movie because she had the Reese's, and all you want to do is eat the Reese's pieces after uh, that movie. Yeah. yeah,
0: and and so like, and then when he finally goes home, I was like, I feel some shit. Like yeah. I'm, you know, I, I feel some shit during this movie, and I fucking loved it. So, I mean...
2: So, to answer Jason's questions, no, we don't really need to, like, do a vote because I, I agree. Like, I'm person, I want to... I've seen E.T.M. many times. I want to go watch The Adventures of Tintin one more time. Right. But I think if I'm looking at, like, taking that back, what is a better movie that I would want to watch... When I get this Tintin momentum going, I think I want to watch E.T more, so I'm, I'm voting E.T. but I got to give credit for Tintin. because I did not want to watch it, and I'm yeah. just like, this is a good movie. It really is, you know?
3: yeah. I almost didn't watch it in the original bracket, like I said, because we are Jurassic Park stands, it's, and not, it so it's I was like, there's no chance. I, I don't even need to watch this. like I don't even need to, to give it my due diligence, but I did. but at the same time, it surprised me, but I'm still going to vote E.T. Yeah. So
2: I'm going to go with E.T. E.T. as well. All right, E.T. moves on. Six zero. Six zero.
0: All right, our last matchup in the uh, Tintin Empire region is uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade versus the B.F.G.
2: So we're really doing this. We, just like our last matchup, I but I want to give credit because when I was talking to Jason, I was dreading watching B.F.G. and Tintin. Surprisingly, I like both of these movies. I really did like B.F.G. It doesn't have a shot in hell of beating The Last Crusade. But I actually enjoyed it. Did you guys enjoy it?
1: Yeah. I mean, it was fine.
2: <laughs> it was
3: long. Yeah. It was long. I,
2: I, I actually enjoyed it. I thought it was well done. Elizabeth I- watched
1: some of this too, and she's like... This would be a great movie if it was 30 minutes less.
3: Yes. It's that thing A that, lot of these would be better there's if they were 30 of, minutes. Yeah. There's lots lot of these.
1: exposition and like we get it he's a giant and this is what he does and this I is don't need the giant what, yeah,
3: yeah. villain super like so, I don't need that. I don't need the exposition. I want to know what happens. Like Am I
2: wrong though is the BFG's voice also the guy on Ready Player One?
0: Um Ben Mendelsohn?
2: Is that what it, no, I don't know who his it's name. not him. That's not. Him. Are you sure?
0: It's somebody else. It's that like a. It's sounds... like an older dude.
2: I'll bet you a shot of fireball. It's not him. I, I, I know you can say that. I'm just saying we'll concur to this. I will bet you a no, shot no, of fireball. No, no. I, I know it's but not it him. Mother just wants to I take just, a shot of fireball. I just. Don't I win know. either way. Either I win this argument or I get a shot of fireball. I don't care. But it, are you sure it's not the same guy? It's not the same actor. So there's not an actor in both BFG and Ready Player One. No,
0: I'm just saying that Ben Mendelsohn. Is I don't know who that able. is. is what he, I'm he's the bad guy from Rogue One.
2: No. Wait, no. I'm not talking about him. I'm talking about the guy that is the oh, one that created. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Well I that's think possible. it's him. That, that, might, a
0: be, shot that might be. It. Split it. We just have one on one.
2: So we're not betting anything. We're just taking a shot at Fireball after we find out the answer. Is what we're you're just, saying? We're just being friends. <laughs> sure. I'm totally done with that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, do we need to vote? I'm going Last Crusade.
3: Last Crusade.
2: I loved BFG though. I really, I really actually did it was, like it.
3: It was cute. I liked, but it, it. was too long.
2: Uh, Last Crusade is the best Indiana Jones movie. Hands I I down. Period. I want to discuss that. I would concur with you in a second, but I want to also talk about that compared to the Lost Ark. Okay.
0: Okay. We can do that. Um, But yeah, I'm going to go Last Crusade. All
2: right. This is 6-0, right? And then,
0: uh, yeah, Bling and Jordan also went with Last Crusade. Let's move on to the Jurassic Express region. Jason, what's our first matchup?
1: All right. So our first matchup of the Jurassic Express region is Jaws as the number one seed versus 1941, the number eight seed.
2: I'm gonna quote you on this. Like, do we really have to vote right now? I don't <laughs> like, think we do. I I, I want to save the Jaws commentary f- that we will have until a no- later round yes. because there's no way we should even be talking about this. Yes. I watched 1941. I'm pissed off that I'll never get those two and a half hours of my life back. Same. And I don't think it's a good movie. I would never recommend it. It's Same. awful. Like, <laughs> if we could do an extra credit of how bad that movie is. But I, I it, it just—I
3: don't. Yeah, I don't even want to talk about the time yeah. that we wasted watching it. So,
2: agreed.
1: I, I will say this: it wasn't two and a half hours. It was an hour and fifty-eight minutes.
2: Wait, what? There's no way it was under no. two. It was under two. It was under two hours because it took me probably four hours to watch because I pause it, would do something else, and then go back. I could not get. it. I
1: watched it. it last night. Seriously. An hour and fifty-eight. I was surprised how short it was, dude. That was. You were oh.
3: surprised with how short? Yeah, you're right. An hour and fifty-eight minutes. Well, no,
1: no, I, I know because <laughs> I double checked
3: it. Well, I know I, I wrote down every single hour and minute because they're, every single Steven Spielberg, if it was under two hours, you're excited. It was noteworthy.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, Well, that that was my thing too. I was like, like if it was like eight or eight thirty, I was like, I don't want to watch one of these movies, but right. it's like I don't. But I can't
3: s- do two and a half hours. Yeah,
1: like. and I I thought I looked them all up, but obviously I missed one and.
3: You saw one fifty eight, you said bingo. Yeah, I was like, this is
1: good. <laughs> but I'll be honest, I have a soft spot for Animal House and Same. And this started out, I know Mugga doesn't agree with me, but this started out kind of feeling like that. No, and I agree then, with you. I agree with you on that. And I think Animal House is is ridiculous in a sense, but there's something there with like it, it's it's like a comedic classic to me, just like you think of Saturday Night Live when it started and you have all these stars. And then with this one, you, you talk about now John Candy and, and Dan Aykroyd are in it too with John Belushi. And it's like, I love John Belushi. I was like, it started out kind of funny and I was getting along with like the, the cheesy comedy.
2: Did they do Blues Brothers after this movie? They had to have, huh? Uh, Dan Aykroyd and John Belushi, right? Or Jim Belushi, right?
1: No, 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 it was John Belushi and Dan Aykroyd that were in Blues Brothers, but I, I don't know if it was before or after this. I'll have to look that up. Yeah. Um, my guess it was before this, personally, but I'll have to look it up. Okay. But I have a, like, I don't know. I have a soft spot, soft spot in my heart for that just because I love all the old Saturday Night Lives and I think it was pretty innovative. But yeah, I think this is not a discussion, it's Jaws for sure. Yeah. So I'm going to say Jaws. Or and six, then zero. both the boys. Vote for, for Jaws, too. Yeah, so, so
3: we're all Jaws. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Move on to the next one. We have Temple of Doom, seed number four, versus Sugarland Express, seed number five.
0: Okay, I'm gonna just say this right now. Like, I don't like either of these fucking movies. Same. <laughs> and, yo, Temple of Doom, yo, the last hour is them <laughs> in the Temple of Doom, and they're yep. just... You start off with the sacrifices, and then after that, you have an entire hour of them just being in the in the cave and on the the mine carts, and it just goes on and on and on. And you're just you're just hoping that it's over. And like I love action and shit, but I'm like I've never wished for less action in a movie
2: like yeah. that second well, hour is awful. What about the raft? Oh yeah, the raft scene. When well, they're coming I'm, out of the airplane, and right? I'm just like, this is. I feel like they knew they had done a great job on Raiders of the Lost Ark. And let's just quickly pump out for a money grab another movie. Oh, there's going to be this civilization that's in a temple that can do these spiritual... It, it, it would, And then put the roller coaster, mine cart kind of aspect into it. I It, it just was not good.
1: So are you right. really leaning towards Sugar Land Express? Not at all. Not I, at, I, at I all. I think it was better.
2: But I'm just saying, I don't like Temple of Doom at all. Gotcha. Um, Sugar okay. Land Express, I watched it this morning because I was a little intoxicated last night to even start it. And... It's not bad, bad, but it's not. It's just so old. Like like, I'm not connected to it. You know, like none of us had ever watched this movie, right? We We all watched it for the first time. I did not know it was a true story. (laughs) That was kind of trippy to me. Um, But it's not bad. But if you want me to put on one of these movies, I'm putting on Temple of Doom.
0: I will say, like the first. Sequence of Temple of Doom is actually good. Like when they're at the the bar with the dancers singing during the mm-hmm. opening credits, and the potion, and then he's yeah, dealing the with poison. like yeah. the 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 Chinese gangsters about the the antidote and shit like that. Like that's great. And then everything else after that is like downhill. Once they have to escape to the airport yeah. and get get on the plane, and I'm just like, fantastic start to the movie, and then everything sucks yeah. after that.
3: No, I I agree. I felt like this one. I felt myself like almost being like, am I too sensitive? Is this one way more? dark is this one way more like it took a different twist than like the original one because again i watched the indiana jones in sequence and i watched the first one and i loved it and then i watched this one and i was like i i don't like this it feels darker it feels moodier it feels just the whole thing like i just didn't like it and sugarland express is what it is so
1: so i think my vote's for temple of doom mugs
0: temple of doom temple of doom I'm gonna go Sugarland Express. <laughs> really, I don't like Temple of Doom at all. Oh, you like Lost World? I do. I love <laughs> Lost World. But, but I will say, like, I was actually surprised by how much I actually cared about what was happening in Sugarland. Although I didn't like Homegirl screaming the entire movie. Did
2: you know that John Williams worked on Sugarland Express as well? Yes. How crazy is that? Huh? Yeah.
1: <laughs> and then both the boys voted for Temple as well. So
2: it's a five-one vote.
1: So moving on to our next bracket, we have The Color Purple, seat number three, versus AI, seat number
3: six. This is a tough one, it honestly. Is, it is, it is, I, I, just, I think this is an easy one. I was going to say, I remember I was telling Mugga earlier this, like my favorite class in undergrad was like this film and lit class that I, like, that I took. And it was just like the book and its adaptation to film. And then we could do extra credit for that class of just like watch an extra movie and do this. And I remember a girl read The Color Purple, and then was talking about the adaptation into film, and was she was like point blank: Steven Spielberg should not have produced this film because the elements of the book that make the book what it is isn't present in the film, and even in the documentary, Steven Spielberg talks about like the book's thematic elements of like liberating black women and female camaraderie, and all that is like a main central point of the book. And there's an element where there's like two women who are sexually attracted to each other and Steven Spielberg was like, if I had directed this 10 years later, I might've included that, you know, like he just didn't have the gumption or the foresight to like do that at the time. And so for me, I'm like, I've never read the book. Now I've seen the movie and I, and I understand the movie, but the movie to me is really hard to watch because it's really like Disney visuals and then it's really tough subject matter. So I'm like, it's, Tough subject matter, but it's shot beautifully with like great cinematography. But that always lingers in my head whenever I think about The Color of Purple.
2: This movie was, I think, his first movie that he tried to direct after he was known for summer blockbuster, summer blockbuster, summer blockbuster. So it's, I, I appreciate the risk that he did.
3: I it's just, one of his first scores without John Williams.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I just, I remember AI when I watched it, it was not good. Hated it was it not good. I, yeah. I just was like, man, this movie. I, so it's like the Color Purple. I'll never watch again. I'll never right. watch again because it's depressing. But that doesn't mean it's not good. I think a movie like Requiem for a Dream or Basketball Diaries, what they're trying to get across is also like hard to watch, but they're great movies. Right. You know what I'm saying? I think Color Purple kind of fits that category. It's it's depressing as hell. That, that could have been someone's life. You know what I mean? Like mm. like that. That's how they live their life. You know. I just. But it's it's very well done, and I think. If we were doing a trash and treasure, Danny Glover is a creepy character, man. He's like a treasure in my aspect of this movie. Like, he did such a good job where, like, I literally hate you. Like, I literally <laughs> hate you. And then his dad was worse. You know what I mean? Like, I, well, I, I don't know. I, I
1: just think about Danny Glover all the time as...
2: Lethal Weapon. Lethal or, Weapon yeah.
1: all the time as Riggs yeah. I think him
3: as Angels on the Outfield
2: really oh yeah that's Manager. what you
1: that's what you go <laughs> <Manager>. to <laughs>
3: yeah i go
1: to Murtaugh man and lethal weapon all the time I, he I also
2: fought the predator in la <laughs> that's true and hear, too, That's true. again i was just,
3: like i grew up on disney movies so angels in the outfield is where you know
1: No, oh, i know I, I i hear you so I, seeing
3: him in this role trust me yeah. <laughs> it was jarring
1: well i i just i guess i see danny glover just more comedic i guess like yeah. and it's so it's interesting to see him in this role and I thought he did a great job like yeah. I wasn't jazzed about seeing this just I didn't know it, I had no idea what the movie was about
2: and that's how I was too yeah, yeah I had, I had no never idea. seen it yeah.
1: and I remember Lindy saying she was surprised I hadn't seen it before and I was like oh she oh. liked it yeah yeah she liked the movie I had never seen it so I was like oh okay we'll watch this and then uh, Elizabeth and I watched it and um,
2: it's long it's, it's, <laughs> it's long yeah. but
1: it was it was it was very interesting and I, I was I liked it more than I thought I would I was more impressed with it, yeah. I guess, than I thought it would. And I didn't and know I mean, Danny Glover was in it. I knew Whoopi was in it, but I didn't know Danny Glover was in it.
2: And well, then you also have Oprah Winfrey in it too, wow. and Oprah, and Oprah. Yeah. yeah. But Whoopi Goldberg's performance, especially at that end scene where she's like "fuck you, fuck you, fuck yeah. you," I'm You're cool. like, yeah. I, I mean, it was yeah. just like it was. It was a great moment of that movie, you know. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm ready to vote if so, you guys... Yeah, no, I'm,
3: I'm, I'm interested. Kern, what's your experience yeah, with Yeah, sorry about that. No, I
0: just think... Um well, first of all, I had that no idea. That was great. All
2: right, Kerwin. Uh, <laughs> just go ahead.
0: No, it's just, uh, first of all, I had no idea that Steven Spielberg ever even directed this. So, mm-hmm. like, when I saw this on the bracket, I was like, really? I was yeah. like, he he directed this? And we talked about this, like, in pre-production, but I was just like, there's some movies on here that I, I didn't even know he directed. Yeah. I, I thought he just produced it, like, via DreamWorks or Amblin or whatever. But, um, like, I, I, like right off the bat, you know, the movie's about, like... Um, you know how free is the black woman after the black man is freed and uh, you know it always comes up as like the quote-unquote second gender always has to go through that first struggle and then go through that secondary struggle you know well, it's
3: intersectionality yeah yeah
0: so um it was it was cool seeing that because I feel like um we don't see a ton of that and yeah you know there's there's some disnification in that and you know um there's some light-hearted elements to it but I think. Um, you know, it, re- it really shows a lot of stuff that continues to exist to this day, yeah. where you know black women are subject to uh, an overall dismissal by uh, people outside of our race, as well as black men. Like, um, and it's it's a harsh and sad reality that exists. Um, but um, I mean, overall, like I, you know, movies like this are tough to watch. But I think, like, in order to get to that resolution or get to that ending, like all that kind of suffering through the movie kind of makes it worth it. Like like you're saying, Mugs, yeah. it's not something that you want to put on or watch again. But but, but give it, respect
2: where respect is due. Yeah, yeah. it's
0: it's worth that journey, yeah. I guess you could say. Um, but overall, like um, I would rather watch this a million times over AI and cause same. what I re- cause I, what I really want to talk about is AI and how it fucking sucks yeah. um, that movie's fucking trash like David
3: Pinocchio broke
0: yeah David needs like robot therapy he needs a Mac OS update he needs he needs some he needs like Norton robot Antivirus therapy. yo like call the geek squad on this little motherfucker like I I'm just like take him to the genius
3: bar yeah
0: like. I'm just like this little boy I was expecting him to be a murderer by the end um, same Yeah. One of the main things, and I want to bring this up because this movie is going to get thrown in the trash. But like one thing I will give this movie credit for is the irony that David is given the capacity to love, which is a human thing. Uh, Although it is interpreted as obsession and being a singular mind, every other robot has singular tasks that they focus on. David is the least human out of every robot we meet because he is solely focused on his directive. Meanwhile, Jude Law had a previous occupation, and now he's a love robot, but he still has the capacity to think about others outside of himself. Teddy is a toy. He's a plaything that's supposed to be with children. But Teddy, uh, throughout the movie, constantly displays the ability to... Uh, Divert from his Main function And it's It's funny Because David Being the most Human Quotes um, Is the most Robotic of all Which Which I thought Was like The best thing About that movie Like it's It's a It's a (coughs) Criticism about I guess What truly Makes us human And maybe The robots were there already all along, you know? And we didn't need to do that to David. Yeah. So, anyway, that's the only good thing I can say about that. I just, so I feel what, like that so movie should saying, have ended
3: sorry. in the second. Like, there's like three distinct parts of that movie. It should have ended first, if not second. It, it just went on too long. That movie was just, that was abysmal. Like, that was the one where I was like, I'm checking the watch. I'm like, oh my God, there's an hour left. And then I'm like, okay, an hour's gone by. Oh my God, there's 30 minutes left. Like,
1: mm-hmm. so what you're saying is it's not. Any like short circuit kind of movie. (laughs) He's no Johnny
2: Five, (laughs) huh? Which
3: are ridiculous.
2: All right, let's vote. Color purple. Color purple.
3: Color purple.
1: I'm gonna go the same and so do the boys. So we got six zero
2: all right now i'm really going to quote jason do we oh, really need to nope, discuss this next one all. i
1: think we do so on the next Let's bracket
3: leave.
2: on the I next love bracket to hear your
3: thoughts about always jason
1: on the next bracket we have jurassic park scene number two versus always um scene number seven so what are your guys' thoughts
2: i can start with you guys because i was supposed to watch this yesterday i had sugarland express I had um, 1941 and Always Ooh, left, and I'm like, okay, I'm And then be...
1: procrastination number seven or eight, where are you, I don't know. No, I just
2: had three movies, and I had the day <laughs> off after we got done with my stepdaughter's cheer thing, and uh, I'm looking at, like, the actual stuff, and I'm like, wait a minute, and I read, again, the plot of Always, and I'm like, I have seen this movie. We do not have to watch it, because in the original one, it was going up against the color purple, Correct. I think it was the original bracket, And I'm like, well, the color purple is going to beat this because I had that. Now it's against Jurassic Park, so I'm thank God I didn't spend time to rewatch it. But uh, I remember it was about that pilot that dies. The wife or the girlfriend didn't want him to. And then they reminisce about him, and it's hard for her to get over it. Other than that, I could care less about the movie. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what to tell you.
0: The only thing I'll say about Always is that the soundtrack is fucking banging, and that's it. Like the soundtrack is fantastic. The soundtrack remember, or
3: the score? I don't know. The soundtrack. Okay. What's not, on the
2: soundtrack? What movie? Not the what score,
0: songs, but like, no, I looked it up on Spotify. You can't find the album, but like, you can look up a playlist that people put together, and I played that shit. You know, State of Brothers, Walgreens music. Yeah. But I was like, hey, all that shit's going on the playlist. Okay. Like, I, I thought it was great.
1: I like John Goodman in it. I He's thought, good. I thought he did a good job. I. I don't know. You're rolling your eyes, Holly. It's you don't me. like John Goodman?
3: No, I I do, but it's just it was a shit movie. He's great
2: in Coyote Ugly.
3: He is. He's amazing. <laughs> He's really good in Coyote Un, Ugly, dude. Undisputed in Coyote Ugly. Yeah. Oh, and Jesus. one
0: one thing that Jordan brought up was like uh, he got tired of Richard Dreyfuss at this time. Yes. Yo, my, yo, I was tired of this man. Like I was so. He was, has,
3: a, and I don't like. I feel like men do this to women all the time. So I'm gonna just like throw that out there. He has a tone of his voice like an inflection that gets very old very quickly. It's shrill for a man and it just I, grates on your sanity.
1: So I, when I was doing the res- or watching the movies for this, I watched um Close Encounters okay. and then I watched Always. Oh. And And then
3: you watched Jaws and then you watched
1: Well, I I have seen Jaws so many times. I you know what? I didn't watch it for this, but um, I texted the group. I was like, I am so sick of Richard Dre- I cannot stand him anymore. The goofy ass laugh. And like, I did not realize <laughs> how much, I know Kirby's doing it right now. I did not realize how much Steven Spielberg used him. I, I thought of Jaws and I'm like, oh, okay. Like, yeah, I never knew he was in always or in close. Enc- I, like I, I had to watch close encounters personally for this. Right. And so like, I didn't know until recently he was in that. So I'm like, on this Richard Dreyfus fucking marathon, and I'm like losing my fucking mind.
3: But it's it's, watching it's this. like an inflection, a tone of his voice that I, just grates on you.
1: And the laugh, I just the laugh, just it, it's yeah. piercing, and I fucking just want to. Th- crumple the TV
0: and throw it out in the trash I don't know okay so and we he's, can not, vote. <laughs> and he's not fucking funny he's yeah. not he's not, not fucking okay I, I know we're gonna vote he's a like,
3: dramatic actor like let's let's be honest like Mr. Holland's opus we're not gonna touch that Richard Dreyfuss you're an actor mm but in succession when you're watching Steven Spielberg films his voice is grating. Yeah. I even got tired of m- one of my favorite actors, Tom Hanks, throughout all these movies because I'm yeah. like I can't I need to take a break from this because it was like Catch Me If You Can,
0: Bridge of Spies, Bridge of Spies, Terminal. Yes. Post. And it was just post, yeah. it was
3: just Tom Hanks after Tom Hanks after Tom Hanks and it's just like his voice after a while I'm like
0: he he
1: doesn't grade me like that. Uh, Riff, Richard, Richard
2: Dreyfuss. Why are you guys yeah. saying that? I'm trying to look at Richard Dreyfuss movies. It's pretty interesting. Mr. Holland's
3: Opus, which there's is one that, of my favorite. Yeah. I watched it on plane. The Narrative. American President. Right. Wait, who is he in the American President?
2: I have to watch. The oh movie. no,
3: he's 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 the opponent.
2: Yeah. Mm.
3: So sorry. American President was one of my mom's favorite movies, oh, and I watched that Mr. all Mr. Holland the time. Mr.
2: Holland's Opus. He's in Stand By Me. Oh shit. He's a narrator. And he's also in American Graffiti. He's a narrator. I mean? Richard
3: Dreyfus, Get out of yeah. all of our favorite yeah. movies.
0: Yeah. One last thing. Ted. What the fuck was Ted? Ted <laughs> Baker. He was a dumb rock. Yeah. Like the entire movie. But that's that's how I feel about Always All
2: Together.
1: Yeah. So I think we're pretty unanimous.
3: It's, I think it's... I right. mean, it's if
2: anyone in their right mind would choose this over Jurassic Park, I, fist I
3: don't... You fight them in a Denny's parking lot. We know.
2: Yeah, I would concur.
0: <laughs> but you know what guys, uh let's vote. I'm always gonna pick Jurassic Park. There you go. I see what you did there. Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park.
1: Jurassic Park for sure. All right. So that's the end of our first round. Round.
2: Yeah, round of thirty two is over.
1: How are you guys feeling about that?
2: I feel it's, good. It, it's gonna be a fun second and further tournament for this, but I thought it went pretty good. We we I was looking at it. Munich, ready player one. And I think War Horse are the oh no, Kingdom are the only upset seeds we have. Other than that, the higher seed or Rotten Tomatoes won every single matchup. Yeah. 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 Which is which is interesting.
0: All right. So that's it for the first episode in our Steven Spielberg March Madness Bracket Challenge, round of thirty-two. Uh, check in for the next episode, starting with the round of sixteen, moving all the way down to the final.
2: And we're on to the next round. Anyway. <laughs> Taking a break. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's it for this episode of $20 Ticket. Be sure to check us out on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at $20 Ticket. That's $20 Ticket. For more content, follow us on Spotify, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, and if you've got the time, leave us a review. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, send them to $20Ticket at gmail.com. That's $20Ticket at gmail.com. Thank you for listening.